Not the Chuddle. Chuddle. Surprise. Whoa. Oh, that's fantastic. So good. If what the actual fuck was a movie, out of the mist and into the fog, it's Chuddle the Pod. Sup, Chuddle Club members! Welcome to another excellent episode of Chuddle the Pod, a horror movie club. And on this episode, we are going to chuddle Friday the 13th, Part 7, The New Blood. Ooh. Mmm. If this is your first time listening to the show, welcome to the club. We like to have fun here. We keep it spoiler-free early on before donning Mm -hmm. our hawks and getting deep into Spoiler Lake. (laughs) before we continue i'm going to take a moment to thank our covenant patrons your sacrifice give us gives us life and we thank your beautiful souls Ooh, that was good that was really deep thanks Thanks, guys yeah now every good club meeting starts with attendance my name is sam and i am present sup 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 ross you here oh oh hey yes i am excellent thanks for having me Oh, thanks for being here. Brian, are you here? Insert Brian voice now. Brian could not be here tonight because he is busy saving lives on the front lines of the life-saving areas. So we thank you, Brian. Well, I left left for that undisclosed location, Mm -hmm. and then I... He's 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 he was where I was. Oh, gotcha. And then, Same thing. And then back they thought again. he was retired, like the, but they needed the second best yep. in this case, since you were the best the last time. <laughs> well, not we're no. It's like neck and neck. Like we're the the same best. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Well, tonight we do have a guest. We don't have a sound drop. <gasps> we don't have anything prepped, but we do have our good friend from over at the Nightclub Podcast and the Joe Blow Horror Show. Travis Maxel Boom And I'm over here sn- <laughs> I'm over oh, hey, dude. I'm sniffing my fucking Chuddle mail I got some Chuddle mail Chuddle Ooh. sweet sweet Chuddle merchandise That came in so everyone needs to Hop on that Chuddle the Pod Patreon Because you'll get a dope ass poster Dope ass mm. stickers Look I'm just Columbia Fresh yeah. That new merch smell. You guys had to get this imported from Colombia. This that Chuddle Colombian good <laughs> right here. That's hundred percent pure and everything. That, that good good. Thank you all for having me. Thank you very much. Thanks I love for being coming. on well, Chuddle Pod. Here. Check out uh check out his podcast. Do you want to plug them real quick? Uh yeah, nightclub podcast at gmail.com. That's you can email us there. You can find us on all the socials. Nightclub, nightclub, nightclub. Joe Blow Horror Show as well. Uh, fuck all that shit. We're here to be on Chuddle the Pod, so fuck all that. All right, let's go. <laughs> yeah. With all Woo! club members present and accounted for, it's trying to crack open the goo book and officially begin tonight's meeting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Our first order of business is our spoiler-free teaser, starting with our spoiler-free synopsis and the toe tagline. All Mm -hmm. right. Jason Voorhees is accidentally freed from his watery prison by a telekinetic teenager. Now only she can stop him. Yeah, accurate. Accurate. Not too much. Pretty pretty on the nose. Yeah. Kind of nailed it. And then for a tagline, um, the one on the original movie poster was... 
on Friday the 13th, Jason is back. But this time, someone's waiting. Mm. So, ominous, ominous. I like, uh, though, I do have one other that I took from the deluxe edition DVD that is, Mm -hmm. Her Mind Awoke Jason from the Dead. That's metal. That's metal. Oh, yeah. That's pretty good. Especially if you're going to reveal that there's, like telekinesis just from jump street that's a great right. one to have well i figure they were probably like all right this is a deluxe edition dvd people probably whoever's buying this is like knows what's up <laughs> based on those taglines i want to say i think this movie gets carried away uh, <laughs> uh, what you did there <laughs> all right movies are made by people the people that made this movie are we have director john carl Buechler. I'm going to say but Buechler. Thank yep. you. Mm-hmm. Buechler. It was written by Daryl Haney and then Manuel Fidello and Shaunas Cunningham also have writing credits. Mm-hmm. And the stars of this film be Terry Kaiser as Dr. Cruz, Lar Park Lincoln as Tina, Kevin Spiritus as Nick, Susan Jennifer Sullivan as Melissa, Heidi Kozak Haddad as Sandra, William Butler as Michael, Stacey Greason as Jane, Larry Cox as Russell, Jeff Bennett as Eddie, Diana Barrows as Maddie, Elizabeth Caton as Robin. It's a lot of friends in this one. John Redfield as David, Michael Schroeder as Dad, Deborah Kessler as Judy, and of course is Jason Kane Hodder. Yeah, boy. Making his first appearance. This is, I wanted to say, like, this is his, if I may, his first appearance in the franchise. And I, there, the flan, the franchise, it's a franchise. Uh, Oh, the franchise? Yeah, the franchise. The franchise. (laughs) The franchise is split amongst some hardcore um, Friday the 13th fans. And Sam, I know you're working your way through the franchise. So Mm -hmm. the the franchise to stay on brand. Um, If you didn't know, there's people who hate Kane Hodder and people who love Kane Hodder. I didn't know anybody that hated Kane Hodder. I thought everybody loved him. No, sir. There, there's mm. pe- well, maybe maybe not now, and hopefully not now, because I'm gonna say right now, I am Team Kane all day. Oh, I, yeah. I I love sure. Kane Hodder, and I think he brought a lot to the role of Jason, and well, the character of Jason in mm. in his role as Jason, and um. <laughs> <laughs> so so for tonight's movie being like you know his first appearance i'm i'm, I'm happy to be here to talk about it with with oh, y'all 100 i gotta say so far i'm unimpressed i might be on the other side we'll oh, see no. we've got more movies to go but i really i really liked the last one um as part of it as well mm-hmm. anyway some meters measure water or, le- or electricity but ours measures blood and guts. It's time for the Fatality. On a scale of 1 to 10, Psycho to the Sadness, how gory is this film? We got 1 to 5 for consistency and 1 to 5 for intensity for our overall score. I think this movie might break the scale because, not because it's off the charts, but because for consistency, it's, it should be a 5 because there's stuff throughout the movie. the but entire it, movie. But there's... Barely, okay. there, nothing's going on. I on, think it's like a two. On paper, okay, <laughs> on paper with our with the Goro meter, I had the exact same problem because 
I had it at a six, which was five for consistency and one for intensity. Right. But six is too much. Way I'm probably going to, I'll probably <laughs> yeah. move it down to, uh, to be nice, probably like a four. Like okay. it's, and it could probably go lower than that because I there are, is a gorier cut, I believe, of this movie. But there is not. There is not. I okay. mean, they made I, they, they it doesn't exist. A, they did make it, but at this point, we don't have the footage anymore. The ooh, I have a I have a very fun story about that too. I um, yeah, <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. So yeah, I would say any you're yours a is a two four. I would I'm, give it a four, and that's being nice. I'll give it a two point five. Yeah. I've that seen the deleted generous. scene. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no, no. I've seen the deleted scene. I was just saying that 2.5 seems generous. To, to, as far as intensity or consistency? Uh, total. <laughs> oh, total. Okay. And I, I don't I don't fault you for that, especially with the theatrical release. Um, the footage does exist of the cut shots. It's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, the mechanical head, everything else. Um, it's, it's, it is out there, but they, they, and they have, some fans have compiled it into a version of the film you can see with more gore, but it's, you could tell when the cuts turn from the cinematic version to the shoddy. Yeah. They don't have like a, a good print of it anymore to actually make it right. 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 Um, so I'm going to speak purely for a theatrical, uh, consistency. I agree with y'all. It's throughout the whole film. It's there. A five for that um, intensity. I, I'm just gonna. Can I do a point five? For yeah. That? So I'll do a. Uh, but five five seems too five, high, five. doesn't it? By the <sighs> scale, it's technically correct. But how does that feel in your heart? <laughs> in my heart, because because I'm also thinking of like action scenes and stunts. Mm-hmm. I know that's not gore, so that doesn't count. But for some reason, in my stupid mind, it's fighting. <sighs> I want to. Well, I want to. I I agree with you though because I think there are some like although you don't physically see it happen. I think later in the like in the movie you do actually see the aftermath of a bunch of the wounds and stuff like that, which I feel kind of tweaks it a little bit. I don't know. Right. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a five, and it's tentative only because I just kind of get a little more out of my imagination versus what the movie mm. showing me. So mm. I don't know how to gauge that but sure. for the for the shuttle scale i'll give it a i'll give it a five on the gorometer but it's purely for the sake that we get kills kills Throughout kills kills movie. kills yes. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah totally great all right who is the horror former all right starting with uh what subgenres does this one fall into Think we're oh, expo- totally. I mean, exploring well, kind of like tried territory. If you've heard our other ones on Friday, <laughs> yeah, the 13th. I was gonna say, it, it's honestly, I would say, I would lump this in with all of the ones we had for six. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's slasher, it's pretty much the same. Undead, I mean, this one a lot more because you actually get to see a lot more of the undeadiness, sure, but he still Jason doesn't Murray's. act like a zombie. No, uh, the same conversation again, fueled, <laughs> fueled, fueled by but in this installment, fueled by rage. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I mean, slasher yeah. It's a, sl- it's a slasher. Yeah. There's. Yeah. It's not breaking any new grounds. Maybe, maybe if no. you have like a thing about. Um, oh, supernatural, your... actually, because of our. Oh. Uh, our yeah, because of our telekinesis. Lead. Yeah. 
Yeah. So the, more of like a supernatural horror for sure. Yeah. Su- supernatural, I would agree with. It's it's kind of got like Firestarter sort of vibes, mm-hmm. maybe with the, yeah. the, the, the powers. Carrie, and perhaps. Ca- Carrie, Carrie, of course. <laughs> I, I skipped to, uh, to the whole other Stephen King shit, right. but it should have been. I even <laughs> made the joke. Made a Carrie joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Is this movie fun or frightful? Better in a group or better alone? Um, group. Ah. I don't know really that it matters. <laughs> I, I don't know. I what say, do you guys think? I, I think you'd have more fun watching it with people because y'all could just be like, you know, oh, look at these fucking characters who suck. <laughs> I feel like you could, right. you could definitely riff on this with a bunch of friends. Um, although I do watch this al- alone all the time. So, I mean, I think it's good either way, but sure. I could be a little biased. On fair fair enough. I'm going to vote group then. I feel like group yeah. probably would have been more fun for, for sure. me. Um personally and last is this for beginners i think so forget the fact wherever you need to start in the franchise blah 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 i think this would be a good starter like i'm getting into horror movies movie oh totally yeah and because in true classic friday the 13th format you get caught up to speed fairly easily in yeah. the beginning of this too so it's like you don't even need to really see the other installments and i would say because the um it's a good creature feature. It's a good slasher, especially for beginners, because it is they neutered a bunch of the kill scenes in this movie. So it's mm-hmm. not going to be very, it's uh, the Goro meter, although albeit reading at a four or five and a two, it's not very gory. Like this has already been like cut for television level. Yeah, of totally. non-gore. Yeah, I agree. We'll, with we'll get into that more. I'll show my six year old this tomorrow. So, yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's is the window open? Did somebody make sure to open the window? <laughs> uh, yeah, we did. But again, he ran into the wall. Oh gosh, my fucking head! Hey, Mothman! Mr. Mothman, what you doing, boss? <laughs> What's our heart? Do do we have any? I mean, I, man, I, I guess. I don't think there's anything particularly triggering or, you know, it's just sort of classic horror fair standard. I think I think if you've been to a psych ward before, maybe you'd find this somewhat maybe offensive. Uh, yeah, I would say but, if you, nah. yeah, I mean, if you, there are definitely some um, mocking of mental health issues in this movie for the main character. Um, mm-hmm. But, but I, it's so fun. You've got to kind of yeah. It, I think it, it's it divvies it, it up amongst me. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like a um, like a you know. I guess a mi- minor trigger bathroom scene. I would say maybe for if you've been to a psych ward, maybe. Sure. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, because especially a lot of the characters take a lot of light out of of it. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Mothman. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Get the fuck out, boy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave a light on for you. Light his fucking flames on fire. His wings on fire. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Some highways lead to hell, but our highway is the... Spoiler zone. All right. This is where we dive into the movie. We start with IMDb behind the scenes. I got some all working later, but honestly, a lot of them are ahead of time. So let's get into it. Let's do it. In 1987, Paramount conceived Part 7 to be Freddy vs. Jason. Oh, With shit. a nightmare on Elm Street's Freddy Krueger facing off as Jason Voorhees. Tom McLaughlin, who wrote a 
past movie and directed one. I forget which one he did, but mm-hmm. wrote a treatment, which was about two mental patients in a hospital thinking that they were Freddie and Jason and they team up to kill other patients until they turn against each other and fight until they kill each other, dying simultaneously, revealing who they really are to the audience. That sounds like an art house version of that. Bizarre. Fucking, yeah. Whoa. Kind of dope. McLaughlin felt that he shouldn't use uh, characters that Paramount owned and found out that they did own the rights to Cheech and Chong and instead wanted to make a Cheech and Chong meets Jason movie inspired by Abbott and Costello (laughs) meet Frankenstein. But it was rejected by the studio. Can you imagine... How fucking cool would that have Can been? we go to that multiverse and right? watch that movie? Because it's too I late want now. That to, we can't get it God. now. But, uh, hey, man, who's that no. guy over there with the fucking <laughs> hawk and the gloves made of fucking <laughs> well, we <can>. knives? <laughs> <laughs> what would be the equivalent? Would it be like Harold and Kumar meet Jigsaw? I yeah, guess dude. Harold and Kumar would be the closest thing. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? There's the not movie? many comedy duos, especially Stoner. What's especially the- in its seventh installment of a slasher series. Oh, what's the movies with the two rednecks? Tucker and Dale versus Tucker and Dale versus, versus Hatchet. <laughs> Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got to fight Tom Victor Crowley. I almost called him Tom like Crowley. The it's Tom, Tom Crowley, yeah, I don't know. Well, that's the other island over. That's his other brother. <laughs> mm-hmm. They haven't gotten to that sequel yet. God, that's so, amazing. After the idea for Freddy vs. Jason failed to materialize, Paramount still wanted to make a Jason versus something. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead of doing Freddy Krueger, they got a character inspired by Carrie. And mm-hmm. that... Because it was, they wanted to just very scary, but they couldn't do that. So they're like, all right, we'll just get a teen girl with telekinetic powers. <laughs> Fucking A. Uh, Laura Park Lincoln, who's Tina, and Kevin Spiritus, who is, uh, what's his name, Nick, did not get along while making this movie, even though they played love interests. So much so that the actor playing Nick wrote his own script for Friday the 13th Part 8, where the new blood was only a dream and his character Nick had killed Tina. Whoa! <laughs> you know, you, you know why Laura Park Lincoln didn't like being on set? Because mm. everyone was doing cocaine, for real. She really? said that. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw an interview back in the Gap where she was talking about being on. This is just from memory from some right. documentary, but she was talking about it. It was coming out of her mouth, and she was like, "Yeah, it was just coke and booze, and well, everyone was a fucking asshole." A lot of these movies, so yeah. I'm not <laughs> Oh my god. She was well, not also, happy. Didn't, didn't the director of this one do uh two installments of uh Nightmare on Elm Street? Didn't he do like didn't he direct four and six? That's a great or something question. like that. I know I know that I know that two IMDb. I know two actors in this film, the little girl who played Tina as a young child and the the guy with the fucking silly haircut. I think his char- yeah. character name is Nick. They were both in Texas Chainsaw Three, both oh, of them. Yes, they were both. Yeah, they in there. were. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because it was um shit. The brother, the uh, the brother in the woods. That's his surprise party. Michael. It's yeah. Michael. Michael. And then Michael. Yeah, yeah. And the little Ooh. girl. Yeah, she played the little girl in uh Texas Chainsaw Three. So <laughs> crossover amazing. between yeah Friday he, the Thirteenth and Texas Chainsaw. He did not direct any of them, but he did oh. direct. Oh, did the special effects though, right? No, uh, maybe, maybe, but I'm only looking at director now. He's done tons of special effects, way more special effects than he's done. Uh, he's directed 15 movies. movies. He was special effects on 67 movies. 
Oh, um, okay. So no, he, but he, he, did he definitely did that for the later sequels. The, the, oh. the director of this movie did special effects in Friday the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street films. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I think it's like did. four and six or something he, like that. He, yeah, but he, like he did. His creature effects are fucking amazing. Yeah, he did do he did do some for uh, the Nightmare series. He did Halloween for the Return of Michael Myers. The special effects he did uh, Elm Street for the Dream Master. Dream Master. Garbage Pail Kids movie. You get caught in the rush. Dream Master. (laughs) Dream Master. Yeah. It looks like that might be it. He did those two. And tons and tons of other ones. Ginger Dead Man. Nice. Carnosaur 3, Primal Species. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Seed People. All right. Oh, so those two, though, they hated each other on set. They have since reconnected doing horror conventions and are actually now good friends because I would Aww. imagine because they're adults now and can act like actually that. Are, articulate their yeah, grievances. They, they kiss and made up. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Dur- during I'll the filming, out. the producers hired a local gator man to alligator wrangle and keep gators away from the actors since they, I guess there were gators at that little lake pond thing they have in this one man where but they filmed during winter so gators were never around and they just paid this guy to do nothing <laughs> that boy had That's an easy awesome. job all winter he was just sitting yeah, there he being like knew it if you're a gator wrangler in the middle of winter mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah you you're definitely like, gonna need me <laughs> he, he, yeah. he was sitting there just dangling a leash in front of the water being like yeah there ain't no gators out still. here now nah. yeah y'all good y'all can film <laughs> Pay me my, my $30 an hour <laughs> union fee. Director John, what did you say, Buechler? Buechler. Buechler. Buechler was so Buechler. impressed with Kane Hodder <laughs> when he ate live worms on the set of the movie Prison that he pushed for Paramount Pictures to cast Hodder in the role of Jason. If he hadn't pushed for him to take that role, it would have been reprised by C.J. Graham. Whoa. Oh, okay. So it's because this like, guy ate live worms? Everybody really liked um, part six, Jason CJ or CJ. C- yeah. CJ Graham. That's yeah. 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 I, I do as but well. I am so glad that Kane is in this movie. Hashtag this interpretation Kane. of dude, this interpretation of Jason is just so much more pissed off. <laughs> I love Kane. Hunter. Than most of the other ones. Yeah. We'll get into it. We'll get into our way. We'll what's the shuttle? Is it we'll get That's there? It. Or we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into yeah, it. Okay. Or we'll, yeah, get we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll get there. We'll get into we'll it. We'll get there. During filming, Kane Hodder's dressing room was a quarter of a mile away down a dirt road. One night, filming ended at 2 a.m. And while still in the Jason costume, he walked down the path in the woods to go to his dressing room. As he was walking, someone approached and asked if he was with the movie. He didn't reply because he thought it was a pretty stupid question to ask as he was standing there in a full Jason costume. Oh, my God. When the man asked again, Kane took a lunge at him and grunted. The guy took off tripping and running, and the next day, <laughs> the director told Kane that the local sheriff was supposed to stop by, but he never oh. did. <laughs> breaking the law. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Yeah. <laughs> I love are that. Are you with the movie? And it just scares the shit out of a cop. <laughs> Imagine he'd be like, are you with the movie down the road? <laughs> yeah. So the mask in this movie was cast from the same mold as part three. And then they did the additional damage to it that we had seen throughout the movies. But mm-hmm. it's outer edges were trimmed down smaller to allow more of Kane Hodder's head to be seen. So that's why mm-hmm. we... It looks like smaller 
on him. The special effects guy for this film, dude, he cast a whole body mold of Kane Hodder, a, a whole body mold, and then he repurposed it and made onto a, a mannequin. Yes. And then, then they were like, okay, now we can make all the molds to go on his body that have the spine and the fucking bones mm-hmm. sticking out. Mm-hmm. They went through a whole arduous process for his special effects, his his prosthetic effects in this movie. So dope. Best looking Jason of the franchise. In all four films that Kane Hodder plays Jason, Hodder does not blink whenever Jason's one good eye is visible on screen. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Dedication. Uh, William Butler, who plays Michael, who is like the birthday boy in the movie, was also part of the makeup effects team, and he helped Kane Hodder with those prosthetic appliances that you were just talking about. Because oh, cool. Kane would sweat in his latex makeup appliances, um, which were then removed and reused and da-da-da, Butler gave him the nickname Stinky Voorhees. <laughs> <laughs> That like Rick, yeah. like Ricky always says, that big stinky swamp boy, like he's just oh says, yeah, no doubt, yeah. This foam latex would have smelled so bad <laughs> through production. It'd be like jackass whenever they had that one balls dude prosthetic. <laughs> no wonder he was so pissed in this movie. He just he's the most angry Jason because he's just stinking the whole time. <laughs> Just Thank wafting his own his own sex smell mm, <laughs> the right. whole time. <laughs> this is the only Friday the Thirteenth movie in which Kane Hodder as Jason Voorhees actually murders characters at the Crystal Lake campgrounds. Even though he's in four of them, this is the only one he's in where it's done at Crystal Lake. At, yes, that's right. Nope. This is well. No. Nope. It's because he kills the two on Camp Crystal Lake in eight. Yep. Yep. Oh, well, yeah. they said in eight that the Camp Crystal Lake people were like not at Camp Crystal Lake. I, oh. I deleted it because it made the note too long. Okay. But, well, uh, well, then, then that, then I will, I will defer to the note because, but <laughs> yes. So, okay. My bad. <laughs> I, I don't know. Serves, I don't know. The film serves as the longest Jason appeared on on screen unmasked, which mm-hmm. I didn't want to realize. Lar Park Lincoln, uh, Tina, did all some of her own stunts in the movie, not all of them. But this made me laugh. It said, and also gave herself migraines by doing the bulk of her own crying. And it, the bulk, it, of, the her bulk of her own crying. crying. So did she have dibs, a stunt double do the dibs rest on the of her name. crying? That's, like, that's my band name. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, who an emo, that's an emo band, dude. It's got to be emo as fuck. The bulk of her own crying. The bulk of her own cry. Emo slash post hardcore. Like, yeah, yeah like, it sounds uh, like one of those one emo bands that like secret seems like they hate women. Like that's like the songs are about like I'm gonna cut you up and put you in the trunk. I think it's all about a, it's it's all a breakup album. Like it's all it's, about yeah. because how bad they yeah. I love it. I love it. All right. 1988 was the first year in which all three of the then-top horror series, Halloween, Friday the 13th, and A Nightmare on Elm Street, all released new movies. You had Friday the 13th, Part 7, The New Blood, Nightmare on Elm Street, The Dream Master, and Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Additionally, think- the, the first Child's Wait, Play came out that year, as well as Hellbound, Hellraiser 2, or Hellraiser 2, Hellbound, what is it? Yep, and Hellbound, Hellraiser 2. Hold on. So hold yeah, on, it was Phantasm Dream Master? 2. 
Wait, it was Dream Master, Halloween 4, and then Friday 7? Yeah. Yes. So this director... Did the special directed effects. this one and then did the special yeah. effects for the other two other heavy hitters. That's fucking amazing. And the he same, was that all released the same year. That year uh, he was like, I wish I didn't have to pay taxes. Yeah, <laughs> King of the World. Yeah, uh, yeah eighty eight was just his fucking year. Yeah. Now the director has publicly fumed many times over the number of edits required by the MPAA to avoid an X rating. Oof. The film had to be submitted nine times to the MPAA before finally being granted an R. And as it stands, it's arguably the most heavily censored in the series. Because of the movie being heavily censored, fans have nicknamed the movie Friday the Thirteenth: The No Blood. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, it's true. True, it's true. The director, John Carl Buchler, always referred to this movie as Carrie versus Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> there were numerous film scenes that were edited out of the final cut for the movie to avoid an X rating, including Maddie's face getting stabbed in the woodshed, Dr. Crew's mm. body being cut in two. Uh, a longer death scene in the sleeping bag, Russell's yep. axe in the face by mm -hmm. the lake, Jason holding David's head, and an ending scene of Jason jumping up out of the water and grabbing a fisherman. Yeah, well, yeah, and I'm glad they fucking cut that shit out of the fucking movie. No one needs another <laughs> swamp daddy jumping out the fucking water in part seven. Fuck oh, that shit. God. And then we got one. Yeah, body count for this one is 16. 16 total, so not very prolific. Roy is still Roy in the, is the lead man. at this point. Roy yeah. boy, hashtag Roy, Roy boy is the for top life. Contender. Roy boy, yeah. certified Roy boy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Who picked it? Why in history? We can run through the. I've, yeah. I picked when we first changed to this format of us picking movies. I picked the first one because I had never seen it, and then got stuck with doing the whole franchise somehow, um, which mm -hmm. has been fun. But that's why we're here. Do you guys have a I, particular history with seven? This one I specifically do actually. Um, out of all of the uh, installments Usually of the franchise. Usually the answer's no, right? <laughs> yeah, they, well, I mean, well, this one, like, directly, directly, because I own a mm -hmm. prop from this movie. Oh. So I have a Part 7 Hawk um, <gasps> that I picked oh. up. Okay, so this is a very weird story. So I bought this thing on eBay, like, early, early fucking eBay, and I thought it was just, like, a prop replica Mm -hmm. until I met Kane when I was like 15 years old at a um, horror convention here in, or in Orlando. And he looked at it and he deadpanned me. He goes, where did you get this? Whoa. And I was like, I got it off of eBay. And he flipped the mask around to the unpainted side of it. And it had all these different like um, almost like T grooves going throughout the entire thing. He goes, I remember the touch like that is this is from the production mold. Like, you have one from the film. Uh, and I was like, what the fuck? 15-year-old mm -hmm. me was losing my shit. Oh, Tom yeah. Savini came over, so it was Tom Savini <gasps> and Kane talking oh, about this mask God. in front of me while I'm just dying. I'm yeah. fucking dying. Dude. And they were just super geeked out that a 15-year-old just strolled in with a fucking prop from the movie. Mm -hmm. So I asked him, I was like, cool, that's awesome. I need you to sign it. Yeah. And he's like, okay. And he goes, to me. And he goes, what? I go, I need you to sign this to me. I'm never selling this. Like, yes. I want you to know that ahead of time. And so huge on the front end of this whole fucking top end of the hawk is just two Ross Kane Hodder. Huge as shit. 
mm-hmm. on the front. And I've had it in a shadow box ever since. It was one of the top 10 most awesome things that happened in uh, uh, young Purvis's life. Glory be to you, my horror maestro. Oh, my Lord. Oh. Yeah, I was like, that's a horror thing. Like, that's a horror rep prop that, like, I've never, I'm never going to top that. That's uh, you amazing. can always wipe off that too, Ross, later. <laughs> <laughs> just, just alcohol it off. Oh, wow. Um, Do you have any special history with this one, T-Boo? I saw it young. I saw it, uh, I saw the, the, the more comic book Jason movies um, first. Before I, yeah, before I saw the, the earlier ones. Well, it was a mix, but anyway. Um, no, I, I, I do want to say real quick for the listeners as a fan of Chuddle the pod and a patron, um, I'm lucky enough to be on this show because we're, we're all podcast brothers, but I'm a fan and a, and a patron of the show. And I love that y'all are going through the series episode or, uh, film by film every mm-hmm. month and, um, to go on the journey with Sam, who's never seen them. It's been awesome. a lot of fucking fun and I love <laughs> listening to it like this and to be here for it again. It just, it, my nipples are hard. I'm fucking, <laughs> I, I, got, I got, I got the free songs, which is the goosebumps yes. for all the people who don't know. And, uh, Flamingo follicles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here. And, uh, I, I think part seven is a, a good entry to talk about. So, well, we're happy to have you. And with Thank all that you. said, Let's go ahead and do it. Movie talk. All right. So movie starts off right away. We get the uh, voiceover with uh, random clips from other movies. I want to say us, letting us know voice, exactly where we are. The voiceover actor is Crazy Ralph. Mm hmm. Sure. In, in, in <laughs> this film, so it's crazy fucking Ralph. The first two movies yeah yes this sir his amazing. return as the narrator yeah and so he's what he's like you know there's there's stories about this guy named jason he kills people now and, at uh, this point <laughs> at, at, at this point in the friday the 13th series um their montages of catching you up have mm-hmm. been getting tighter and tight like this is that um what was that drummer movie that it's you know the uh, uh drum just watch drumline no, that's good. Mind. This one is everybody else thinks it's good and it's fine. Yeah. You like whip, it. The whiplash. Whiplash. whiplash, yeah. whiplash. Oh, said, it's like yeah. that. Is that by Drum the time you better. get to part seven, this is the fine-tuned, sweating, bleeding on your fingers montage machine. Like mm-hmm. we get a very tight, like this is a very tight montage. Mm-hmm. And this is the last time we get one from what I understand. I haven't seen the yes. other ones yet, but that's yes. what the IMDb trivia yes. told me. Correct. Yep. Um, so yeah, we get a bunch of different shots. We get the end of the last movie. Then t- uh, Hawk pops up on the screen, kind of <laughs> splits light, in half with, with a lightning out bolt down it. Yeah, uh, title card, opening credits. Now we come to present day. Jason's at the bottom of a lake. Tina. Oh, Tina. Little yeah, Tina. We get tiny, t- tiny Car- Tina. Carolyn. Carol Ann Tina. <laughs> like, she, they banked hard. Like, she literally looks like she's like, they're here. Yeah. It's v- super close. But it's more like, <laughs> it's more like, dad's drunk. Dad's drunk again. Yeah. 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 Daddy's in the house. Dad's drunk. Slapping we just the hear wife. them arguing, slapping mom. Tiny Tina runs out to the lake, gets on the little John boat, goes out, 
Dad comes to the dock, starts yelling like, oh, I'm sorry. Come on back. I didn't mean it. It's that we're like, mm, I yeah. know that like, I know the 10 year old feels real bad about doing like, you know, telekinetic telekinesisly killing her <laughs> own father but like it's yeah there you go um but like they they sugarcoat the fact that he kind of is a pos yeah like it, it seems like yeah. this is uh it's a theme well i did it again they give her reason to kill him too though yeah. so it's not like totally sugarcoated but yeah. at the same time, it she, she doesn't want to kill him. She just does, you know. She's like, please stop. The look she gives too is awesome. Just mm-hmm. that, like, brah, brah. <laughs> she's like, I wish you were dead. I wish you were dead. And the dad's on the dock, and his face. I, I will say he does look like a piece of shit. He looks like <laughs> he, he does. He just does. He looks like a piece of shit, and. The doc starts doing this awesome, like, wiggle wobble, cattywampus, jim jam Mm -hmm. dance. Because she she stares at it and sends bubbles at it and is using her mind powers. She doesn't know she's doing it. She can't control it. Right. No, my note on this is that the dad gets killed by the Jaws attraction at Universal. <laughs> like this, it looks like, because it's like, I don't know, again, it's, they're moving up and down and shaking around a bunch. Yeah. But you could clearly, like, it's a sound, like not an outside soundstage. Like you could see like the bubble rip and all this stuff. It just looked like I was at like a theme park. I do think it looks kind of dope though, even on camera. I think it looks really cool. Like with the dock shifting and the dad oh, yeah. being like, oh, I can't even keep my balance. Oh, my Lord. I want to fall in the water and die. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. Oh, oh dear. Uh, the best part I, is. I mean, I, this nope. is, but having this in a Friday the 13th movie also must have been bonkers in the theater because, like, you're sitting there and, like, just being like, wait, wait, what? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had anything like this before. This is like the origin story for an X Men character. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this is, this is X Men meet <laughs> Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's Magnet or uh, Professor X. She's little Professor X over there. Or, um, mm-hmm. what, what's the Jean Grey? Jean Grey, yeah, she's a little Jean yeah, Grey, totally. She's a little Jean yeah. Grey, just directing that power over there, and uh, you know, Dad goes down, and I'll save this till the end. If I if I forget, I'm sorry, but we're in spoiler territory, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. oh absolutely. Nobody goes and looks for this dude's body, man. No one even goes. He's right there. He's right there. Look, right there. You know, he, he's right there, <laughs> and they don't even go fucking look for his body. They just leave. You know, oh, he's dead. Fuck him. Tilo, his body. You, make a, you make a really good point because like he's only hypothetically maybe 10 feet from the shoreline like that's probably a solid four foot drop into the water <laughs> it's and then not that much like i would say after a bad summer like an arm <laughs> would be lurched out of the water <laughs> <laughs> like, well, and then so Jay- Jason's attached to this rock down there. Did that rock like move around like to this little inlet of Crystal Lake? Because this is obviously just a little inlet. Yeah. And in the last movie, it was right outside the camp. Right. And now it's right yeah, outside right. Of these two homes. So it's totally not outside the camp. 
I, it's, you make a really good point because yes. with with this, there's no camp anymore, right. and they've now just doubled up on uh, final chapter because it's two yeah, yeah. residential houses side by side this, again. This but is they why weren't I said, even on the lake, you had to like hike to the lake from those houses in that one. This is yeah. why I said during Port Six, and, and we I was on Port Six, so I guess I'm just I'm here right now. Probably gonna be here for we, eight too. Hey, I, I would hope so. I love it. When when we're when we're talking about Friday the Thirteenth and how the timeline, you just got to suspend. You have to because if you think oh, about yeah. it, it will not. It will not match. People have done it. Like beyond. Oh, there's oh, no way. Match. Yeah, because like this happens, and then what is it? Seven years after the di- or no? Is it seven or ten? <sighs> seven. No, seven years later, it's teenage Tina shows up. So yeah, so it'd be. <laughs> It would be like nineteen ninety whatever. It it just it does not be like the early two thousands at this point because yeah, it'd be in yeah. the mid nineties. By the, once we get the grown up, uh, what's his name, Tommy it, Jarvis. Oh, so this would be like yeah, this would hypothetically be like twenty ten. It does not. It does. There's not a chance it could up. be as late as that. Yeah. It does yeah. not add up. So in, in in this franchise, suspend all disbelief. Fuck Don't. It care up yeah fuck it yeah fuck it suspenders mm-hmm. suspenders of disbelief yes. are firmly strapped on <laughs> yeah. so minor oh, yeah, stretch this, <laughs> this was all a dream well it's real but this was this all really happened but it was told to us through tina having a nightmare having a dream mm-hmm. and now she's grown up she and her mom are uh now going to the old house at this where she's had this nightmare about um to meet Dr. Immersion Cruz. therapy. Bad yeah. news cruise. Bad news and he's cruise. gonna help Tina with her mental problems. Her yeah. her doctor is a fucking I wanna what a say piece of shit. I wanna say though, her mom is Claire Higgins from Goddamn Hellraiser with that haircut. <laughs> She's <laughs> she's got totally the fucking same hairdresser. 80s. Yeah, the same they were just in the salon together like what are you doing dear and she oh check this out i'm on the set of hellraiser well i'm on the set of fucking friday the 13.7 and they were like oh yeah ooh, same do let's do it i love the mom's hair and tina's hair they both have great hair absolutely feathered Um, at to perfection not chef's kiss dr dr cruz immediately looks like this guy is up to no good like from jump street like he's got that weird like I don't know, community college professor, like, d- d- like just dressed garb on. Like, he's, I don't know, just <laughs> everything about him is just. Mm-mm. He looks like a discount Brian Cranston. Like, he's not good enough to be Brian Cranston, but he's almost Brian Cranston, is what he looks like to me. <laughs> yes. This guy. The, Kirkl- the Kirkland brand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <okay. laughs> oh, killing me already. My ribs are starting to hurt. Hold on. <laughs> So they pull up to this, to the old house. I think Dr. Cruz is already there. And of course, there's a cabin of horny teens next door. Yeah. Uh, Tina drops her suitcase and meets Nick. Nick had been watching as he's, you know, washing his Jeep. Washing. I like how they shot this too. She drops her suitcase, bursts open. He comes to help. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I love how they shoot this because it's like they want to make like the distance is super far away, but they're only like, I don't know, like a stone throw between each other. So he's just it's just this guy staring at this girl while just washing the side of his car. Just honestly, I saw birds nesting in his eyebrows. 
right at the <laughs> when this <shit> started. <laughs> I just saw he's got the eyebrows for days, man. Mm, yeah. Oh, hey. Yeah. Mm. Eyebrow king. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So Nick runs over, helps her pick up her clothes, but oh, but he's he's picking up her undies and stuff. Oh my, how embarrassing! Oh no, she's like, yeah, thanks for the help. <laughs> Goes inside. Cringe. Now we have Doctor Cruz uh, having a therapy session, I guess, with Tina. Move Turns the matchbox. Yeah, all move he it. wants to do is get her to use her telekinetic powers. Just, just move it. If it's if it's worth anything for Shuttle the Pod, mm. I'm gonna point out that we we watched this in preparation on the nightclub Discord. Just mm-hmm. at, we sh- we showed it for everyone on there, and one of Snap, who y'all know, mm-hmm. she's also in the Shuttle the Discord. Which, by the way, jump in the Shuttle the Discord, Shuttle the Pod Discord. Everybody out do there, it. do mm-hmm. it. Fun times and show the pot to your anniversary. Congratulations. Show the pot. Thank you. Yes. Oh, today is the actual day, too. Yeah. Yeah. Show the pot two years. Fucking dope. Wild, Um, right? Ah, dude. It's this is so much fun. All of this is so much fun. I love y'all. Love you, too. Snap pointed out she, she never seen this movie before and she said, Is Tina a guinea pig right now? She never saw this movie. She never saw this ever. And I was like, snap, you goddamn right. She's a guinea pig right now. <laughs> Dr. Cruz. So his whole motive, right? Let's talk about Dr. Cruz for a second. This guy's mm-hmm. whole motive. He's there to study Tina, but to he, he keeps her in the psych ward where he's the doctor. He's like the doc, the, the mean Dr. Loomis with a patient who's not Michael Myers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she's a sweet girl who just wants to live her life, but has these powers. And this motherfucker is out here trying to write a story about her or a paper, whatever, whatever he's trying to do. He's pretending he's trying to help her, but he's only interested in her powers. Yeah. And which her is power. Wh- she, her powers. She doesn't know how they work, but she has to be in like a high state of stress and emotion. So he's just constantly putting her into that to see how totally. her powers work. He's Why don't dick. we go back to the place of your father's murder so you can just, you know, get calmer about that get situation? Better. Yeah, that'll help. Yeah. This dude's a supreme dick and look on for, so many levels. For the interest of science, right? Because science pushes boundaries, and when you're trying to study and you're trying to do things, you push the boundaries, right? You yeah, you do. This guy's a regular Oppenheimer. Hey, you know, I'm just I'm 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 on that scale. I'm 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 operating on that scale with these thoughts. But so he thinks I'm gonna push this girl to this child. It's a child. She might be of yeah. age, but it's it's still it's still a kid. It's it's a young yeah, person. Absolutely. And, and and I'm gonna push this person as far as I fucking can. So like Ross pointed out, let's bring her back to where she's most. Uh, traumatized where she killed her own father let's Mm -hmm. let's let's fucking um keep the pressure on by saying if you don't give me results i'm going to keep you locked up where you don't want to be because he he constantly threatens that like i'd hate to have to institutionalize you well at this point she gets mad at him and she's Mm -hmm. like he's only interested saying you're only interested in my powers and not helping me and he's saying that's not true no and she gets mad and sets the the match 
book catches on fire and she leaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she moves it. She, she does move it across the table, which is cool. Prior and, to that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Sam. I'm not, I'm not trying to cut no, you no, off. No, no, it's fine. Please. She does move it across the table. And I, I want to say like special effects wise, cool little, little moment. And when you're trying to incorporate telekinesis into this franchise, which has never been done before yeah. until mm-hmm. this point, the way this movie does it is actually a fucking 10. Like, in my opinion, the way it does oh, it is yeah. a 10. Um, well, it's like, I like the fact that they introduce her learning to use her powers and then under this insanely stressful situation to, like, master them. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and so she, she she does move it, and like Sam said, she, it catches on fire. Yeah, she moves it, and then they kind of have their argument, and then it catches on fire, and the uh, and then she storms out. Um, what, what you kind of touched on the it hadn't happened before. Um, this one, like a uh, new beginning, this is the new blood was supposed to set up a new main character, and Tina was going to go on to star in the next movies and it just never happened yeah dina now we get two kids tina oh i'm sorry tina yes i'm sorry then we get two kids screwing in the van outside they're like why are (laughs) we out here instead of the house well we're not sleeping are we um (laughs) then tina runs out to the dock for Mm because she's upset from this whole thing that happened runs out to the dock where her dad had died and is just out there trying to pray her dad back to life, but oops, all Jason. Jason I'm pops so Jason. out of the water and Tina faints. <laughs> I love I, I, I love this scene because emotionally, I, I just rewatched this last night, um, and the way Tina is out there saying, I wish I never would have did this, and I wish I could take it back, and whatever, I'm paraphrasing right. the dialogue, mm-hmm. but she's looking at the water, She's thinking about her dad, and yes, her dad was an utter piece of shit, right? Woman beater, Mm -hmm. drunk. Okay. Is that, I'm going to be edgy. I'm going to be edgy for a second. Is that the totality of a person? Is that the totality of a person? I don't think so. Was he a good dad when she was younger, maybe? Oh, totally. Well, I mean, enough that she wanted to... uh, reverse the mistake that she made by killing him. You know what I mean? So like, obviously there was something redeemable about this to Tina for the fact of she like mentally wants to resurrect what's ever in the lake. Well, even if but he was terrible, but it ain't daddy. <laughs> <laughs> even if he was like genuinely terrible, there was no coming back from it. And her mom left him and took Tina away. Like killing your dad is no matter how bad they are, it's probably shit. something you're yeah. not gonna want. You're not gonna want to do. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> so, so I was looking at it last night from the perspective of like, maybe he was a better dad before things got sour and whatever else. And what I, I gave too much thought to this movie because you shouldn't. You should not. Right. <laughs> totally. Right. Absolutely. But, but I tend to but, do that sometimes, and. For this movie, in my viewing last night, I was like, why is she so upset about that? I never thought about that before. Like, why do you want to reverse this? Because he sucked. And what Ross said, or, well, Sam, Sam, actually, Sam, you said, just the heaviness of of killing your own father <laughs> yeah, is, right. is, is, enough, is enough. Is enough. And, like, may, did it 
was it like this every night? Was it only like this when he drinks? If he had quit drinking, would he could he have been a right. stand-up? Like, you know what I mean? There's right. a million, like you said, with this movie, you can't think about I, it too much. Because I, I, held, I held back at the beginning of the movie when I said he looked like an utter piece of shit. When he ran to the dock, my honest first response emotionally was he looked genuinely sorry. The actor who portrayed the he dad, could be. You never he know. looked to- kind oh, of totally. sorry. He looked sorry. Yeah. And... I'm not excusing. I think he says I couldn't help myself or something like that, or it was an accident. Which, yeah, it, no, it's it, not an accident. He, but it, I mean, it wife. could be. In, I agree, but it could be one of those things that you immediately regret. I mean, how many times right. have you found yourself doing something that, as it's happening, you're like, I should not have done this. Right. And and so I don't want to sound not saying it makes you a good person, but right. And I don't want to excuse the actions of the character. I just. I guess what I'm saying, like I felt kind of like this guy looks sad, sad and sorry, but he was a piece of shit for slapping his <laughs> wife. <laughs> I mean, but, I'm not. I'm but not... since we're kind of like doing this, part, he does redeem himself at the end of this. Film. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, like that's a fucking hefty thing to do yeah, is to sure. drag a fucking unnatural killer to a watery grave. I mean, like I think at that point. Slate clean. I think that like cause. <laughs> and again, I, again, I admit I'm. We don't thinking, know enough. I up to you. You decide. Was he I'm a thinking, total piece of shit? Or <laughs> what, hey, hey, listener. What do you? What on a scale of one to shit? Let us know. Was he a douchebag or just a douche? How many, just a douche. How many, was he, yeah, that's a good point. Was he a douchebag or just a douche? How many fingers are you going to cut off for this? This fucking daddy. <laughs> like I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I, I didn't even mean to bring it up, but I just I just kind of felt no, like cool. Yeah, no, I like having these kinds of conversations. Well, it's a nice uh, and they especially in this installment, I will give credit to this is that there is a lot of you feel for characters in this movie. Like there has been installments where you get a name and then uh, sure. And there's a couple of well, in this well, movie. There's a like few that. in here that get snipped like that, but there are a bunch that they actually tried setting up yes. narratives for these I, characters I to think, either like them or hate them. I think Ross, outside of outside of the main character group that we're talking about, me and you are gonna we're gonna disagree a little bit. A little, not mm-hmm. a lot, but a little bit. There's a, a smidge. A smidge. We're gonna smidge, a smidge. We're gonna smidge in a little bit. <laughs> But but let's go. Let's go, Sam. I like the friend group in this one, but we'll okay. get through that. Okay. So she faints. Jason comes out, but I guess he just leaves her there because then surprise. Dr. Cruz and uh, her mom find her, bring her back. They think it. he's like, it's just a hallucination. It's just one of your delusions. And uh, I, <laughs> I thought this was really funny that Tina's like, I know what you're thinking, but it had nothing to do with my father. And you're like, and oh, finding you passed out by the on the, the dock the where dock. you killed your dad yeah. and you said somebody popped out of the water had to nothing do to that. do with your father. Can I say real quick, I hate this cut. I hate this edit of the, the film. fade to black. No, mm-hmm. no, no. The, the 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 well, the version I watched. So maybe it's different, but when Tina passes out on the dock, it cuts immediately to her on the couch with the mom. And oh, that's not what I saw. Okay, so we saw different versions then. I don't know. Weird. Yeah, you know, weird. That's actually a really good point because I have the uh, DVD box set that I originally got. I do not have the Blu-ray 
one that you mm-hmm. guys picked up. I wonder if there's anything different. Oh, okay. I know that we're going on a thousand different side tangents. Uh, That's what it's here for. This is a (laughs) spring conversation. You're welcome, Brian. Um, with the cane, with the cane hoder, when I met him, what I forgot to say in that story. Is it hoder? Uh, no. Cane hoder. Hoder. Hulk hoder. Hulk hoder. Cane He was selling uh, VHSs of a bunch of different stuff, and one of them, which I had purchased, I it's I think it's a storage unit somewhere. It's all the ki- unedited kill scenes from part yeah. seven. Yeah, boy. Oh, Wait, well, you have so that I in had, storage? Yeah, it's somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Brother. I've had it for. Oh, dude, it's amazing. But Brother. it had all of the edit cuts at in one kind of. Wait, so Kane Hodder was selling fucking illegal VHS tapes? Maybe I shouldn't have said that on air. Yeah, yeah. Leave I'm it in, sure that uh, leave him it in, doing Brian. that at conventions is well known. <laughs> Yeah, leave right, it exactly. in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, I actually didn't get to watch any of the special features this time because I just didn't have the chance. You're um, too sexy. But yeah, in mine, he pops out of the water <laughs> and she faints, and it fades to black, and then it's like him walking out of the water, and then they find her on the dock and bring her inside, and she comes too. I'm talking about the cut between right what you're saying. But like yeah. the cut between her, they when they find her on the dock, and then bring her inside. That cut, that oh, edit, okay. gotcha. is so choppy and weird. It's weird. It's, yeah, it. I'm I'm nitpicking. I'm nitpicking. No, I understand. It's fine. Yep. So couples have to walk to cat. Oh, so now we meet Michael and his girlfriend, who are traveling to his surprise party, party but he doesn't know it their ruined. car is broken down or something so they're <laughs> uh so they're hiking there and yep. that is why we have a cabin of horny teens now yep. nick comes over uh to see tina and invite her to the party and her mom's like yeah i think that's great dr cruz is like you let her go with that boy and she's like don't you want her uh, to be normal and he's like oh sure yes. all right yeah <laughs> mm. With his big old bushy eyebrows, Nick. Oh my God, bushy. I'm guessing bushy. we must see Jason's he, back here because this is when I I wrote the Zomback Jason is my dude, back. dude, the, dude. Okay, go visually, ahead, Ross. Yeah, visually, Part Seven Jason yeah. is so fucking awesome. Yeah, like I like. Okay, in Part Six we get kind of like the slendery kind of Jason, kind of more mummy, I guess would be the best way of putting that. Although like he has maggot face in the beginning mm-hmm. of when he gets resurrected in six. It's like, for me, it's almost like a mummified corpse. Yes. And this one gives the appearance of like, I've been underwater for a decade, like just super mm-hmm. grossy kind of like just the having all of like the bone hinges, like just the elbows and the kneecaps, like how, I don't know, the entire the spine. Oh, the spine on the back is just amazing. Ten out of ten. Like, like you can I, see some of the bones in his hands. Mm-hmm. I honestly, although I prefer the look in Jay- six better and the actor in six better, but yeah, to oh, each their. Oh, hashtag. I totally get that though, Sam, because like they're two completely different beasts. Because like very different, yeah, very different. Because they play Jason very differently. Mm-hmm. Like this is. Um, for better choice of words, and I enjoy Kane's interpretation. It's very apex predator, as in like this guy is beeline. He's like a shark. Like oh, that's interesting. Just- I feel of him as more of like aimless, whereas 
In six, it was more like clearly like he is fucking walking towards something. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's interesting. I, yeah. I I like that interpretation and difference of uh, perspective because I agree with Ross, but that makes me want to go back and watch six again to see what you're saying because I'm not disagreeing and I and I'm not even saying you're wrong because I I just don't. No, no, it's fine. I don't remember yeah, him. Different opinions. I, I think part yeah. six for me is like he's very stoic and then attacking. And then I feel like just Kane in this one is just continuously walking. He's everywhere. so mad. He's so mad. He's so, six is like the first time I felt like the walk in any of them was like intimidating or scary at all. Mm, because the guy mm. was like, what, former military or something? And he walks yes. like he's like uh, sweeping a room or something. Like, yes. Oh, <laughs> totally. It's very tactical tactical jason and he's got the belt and the gloves makes sense yeah that is dope all right now we have michael the birthday boy and his girlfriend back in the woods again but this time Ooh. they get killed this, uh, these kills gets, are... she gets a spike to the neck yes right like he pops yeah. up behind her and stabs her yeah it's, it's like a spike it's like a spike clear. through her throat and yeah. then yeah and then michael's killed with the same spike but it's like thrown yeah. into his back and then that uh, and then the he walks up him up on it, it. Ooh. But again, there's very little blood in any of this. You actually don't even see her get stabbed. You see her on the tree with the thing in the neck, and he pulls it out and then throws it at him. Totally. But when uh, it honestly, happens, I would you don't have, see it. I would have really have liked to have seen, like, I guess the better choice of words, like a psycho cut of this, is that if you couldn't get away with showing the gore, show multiple angles of the same thing, like the shower scene, where it's like mm. it it makes you imagine it being way worse than what you're actually sure. watching. Yeah. I follow now Tina. So they get killed. Tina comes to the party immediately meets this nerd guy. The writer is talking <laughs> about a colony of protozoa or something, whatever you're meeting. All the, you're meeting all the weebs right now. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're really going through it. So, uh, there's, so that happens. And then, Nick's like, oh, don't worry about him. Everybody else is kind of normal. Uh, we meet the stoner. There's the two girls that each have a crush on him, which is like highly Why? unusual. The stoner character is never the character that yeah. the girls are fighting over. But It's very <laughs> strange that they like this fucking fuck up. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I agree. It's I'm not saying I'm not uncommon. saying stoners are fuck ups. I'm a stoner <laughs> through and through. But I'm just sure, saying yeah. this one guy in the movie, I'm like, why him? What? He's a stereotype. stereotype yeah, too. they're all yeah. going after Shaggy, and it makes no sense. But yeah. right. for this universe, it's fine because you know. Sure. Uh, yeah. Only one other girl likes Nick, aside from Tina, Melissa. We'll Melissa, get to her. Melissa. Okay. Oh, she what sucks. No, she sucks. Melissa. So I just why well, we're not there yet. Maybe because you were you were you were going through the plot, but Melissa when she shows up and the way her character is. Do I like her? Yes, as a character. I like her. Do I like her character choices and what she does? No. Hell no. Melissa is a fucking asshole. <laughs> like yeah, she's a, a real see you next Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As uh, yeah. she is called by the nerd guy later. Yeah. Yep. Um, the couple who had been out in the van are now inside. This is his uncle's place. He's like, oh, this is, what is this, closing time at the... 
stock exchange, which I've is that particularly messy or something? I don't know why he says that for <laughs> the, the counter being messy. Um, oh, yeah, because like at the uh, I don't know. You ever seen like old movies that have the stock exchange? There's just papers flying. Everywhere yeah, they're like buy, the buy, sell, sell, and there's shit all over the place. Yeah, yeah, she. yeah. yeah. They just throw it. I thought Every, they just waved it in just, their hands. Wall Street was chaos, dude. <laughs> it was chaos. So <laughs> now that was we that was see that Melissa clearly has a crush on Nick and doesn't like Tina because Nick clearly likes Tina, and Tina has a vision of Michael at the party with blood spewing out of his mouth. Jason holding him up, drops her thing, freaks out. Yeah, leaves. <laughs> She drops her beer and everyone's like, ah, what the heck's wrong with her? And mm-hmm. I'm like, going back so this to this guy get grisly killed right in front of her. Yeah, she she's having Nobody all else these. Is. <laughs> she's also like, it's, what? She's totally. having te- telekinesis powers and now premonitions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I Although that, that would already be... happen. So she's just having visions. Now she's having like, vi- yeah. Which is it because it's just like, all right. You know how he's like a demon of chat, like a chastity demon. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think it's because <laughs> two supernatural creatures are in the same vicinity? So like she's getting more powers because Jason's there. Oh, that's Could interesting. Be. I like that thought. I never thought about that before, dude. Yeah. Where it's like, cause he's waters. A, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oil and water mixing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like having, she's where like the river meets the sea. A little right. estuary, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so Tina goes back home next door, sees the spike in the door, and uh, goes into the house. Is freaking out. They're like, "All right, let's I, go." I like, I like the spike in the door. I like that imagery of it. Like, just not to derail too much, but I just really like her seeing it. And when I was a kid watching the movie. That was one of the scenes where I was like, oh, man, everything's fucked now, man. Like, it's all <laughs> fucked up. Like, it just, well, it, it always stuck with me. It's, it's she tells the doctor to go see it so they know it's not a delusion. Does he, he takes take it? Does he take yes. it? And that's why yeah. he has yes. the cleaned up yep. one later? Yep. Okay. Yes. So it, like I he, was kind of confused on some of that stuff. He's it wasn't an asshole clear. piece of shit, that fucker. Yeah. Well, he was, he didn't, yeah, he didn't really believe the, um, uh, visions were premonitions so like he sees that and it would completely derail his experiment so he just hit it well yeah. it would only help her help him to take it and make her think that only helps yeah. his case for him to take it i do find it interesting in this installment is that usually we have a, a moderately slow burn before kind of like pure havoc ensues i really like the fact after the first two murders here that jason's already at the houses like that's a clear like if he stabbed it into the door yeah or he Mm -hmm. stabbed it in the thing that means like he's already at that location he's not i don't know it's but he does leave immediately i understand the point you're making but he must leave immediately because my next note is two random campers they're going to die oh because he, we knows, he knows where the house of kids nobody, are. Nobody, we've been like, we at this point introduced two brand new characters. I feel like it must have been one of those notes. Not enough people die, so they, they need more body count. The, yeah. yeah, we need more people to die in the woods. 
How do we do that? So they're they're flirting. He wants to hook up. She's like, go get firewood. So he goes to get firewood. (laughs) Does the worst Arnold impression ever. Where he's just like, in his regular voice, he's like, I'll be back. And leaves. (laughs) And he brings his machete with him. He He finds a log. And like out of a video game, he just bangs that log and a bundle of sticks miraculously falls out of it, which he collects to bring back to the camp. Um, This whole sequence is just ridiculous. It's so bonkers. And it's so low key, though, like you don't even realize how ridiculous ridiculous what's happening is. Yeah. Carrying everything back, and he gets, I guess, punched through the back, and the machete sticks into the ground. Yeah, it's like he got then he punched the through and then mm-hmm. out, but it just looks yeah. like he just got like bear hugged a little too much and then drops to the ground. Like you don't really. <laughs> it's not the best sequence. Yeah. Um. No. And so but then, Judy. Yeah, then we get a great sequence where oh. Jason comes to the tent. She's like, are you out there, big boy? Or whatever she says. What are you waiting then, for? Come and get me. Bro. Yeah. Slices I, through with the machete, picks her up in the sleeping bag, drags her out. She's in there fighting like a cat in a around. paper bag. And he takes her over to your tree, whacks her. And that that does it, I guess. In the un okay, so in the extended cut of that, he whacks her a few times, and it gets real juicy. Yeah, like it's just whap 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 yeah, and throw down. It's so, a way here, more brutal looking. Here comes love, an IMD behind the scene. Oh, what do you love? Tell us first. I I just love the 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 setup of the. So all these movies involve a camp. And everyone's going camping and sleeping bags are part of going camping. You know, you're Mm -hmm. sitting around the uh, campfire, whatever. This is the first movie where you incorporate the sleeping bag and Jason fucking just drill someone into a tree. I love, I love this scene. I love Mm -hmm. it. Taking something traditionally associated with camping and using it for a kill. Who'd have thunk? Yes, sir. IMD behind the scene, Kane Hodder said he, or what is it? Coon Hooter? Kane Hodder. No, it's Coon Hooter. (laughs) (laughs) Difficult with the scene where he kills the camper in the sleeping bag by bashing her into the tree because it was a dummy filled with fake blood and it was um, heavy. So the scene required a number of retakes because he kept swinging it as hard as he could. But no matter what he did, it didn't look right. By the final take, take he was so fed up with shooting that um, <laughs> he hit it a bunch of times. And after, uh, after he dropped the bag, he kicked it angrily. And they ended up using part of that cut in the uh, final so good. of the movie. But he was so frustrated and mad. He was so done with it. Yeah, yeah, I love that. That's dude. That's like in Lord of the Rings when Air in Part Two, uh, Two Towers when Aragorn kicks that fucking helmet when they think that Merry and Pippin are dead. Aragorn <laughs> kicks that fucking helmet, and in real life he broke his foot because it was so huh. fucking heavy. So <laughs> when you see his reaction on screen, the cut they used mm-hmm. was is v- that one? Yes, sir. Viggo Mortensen awesome. is in pain. I love that about. <laughs> So Kane Hodder was so mad. He was like, fuck that shit over and over again. Yeah, I love it. Okay, that's the one we're going to use. Yeah. (laughs) And 
in retrospect, Hotter has said that that's one of his favorite kills. Um, and yeah. it also says he later recreates it in Jason X. Oh, don't read that, Sam. I couldn't help it. It happens sometimes. I think I've seen that in a GIF anyway. Because oh, this okay. wasn't the camping, the sleeping bag. Yeah. Oh, seen. yeah. And if you don't know the context of that scene, you're still going to have... I don't. Have, you, yeah, yeah, it's that's just good. a GIF. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now we get kids hanging out some more, establishing characters. We got the... It's just like a few couples. There's the black couple that seem like they're fighting. There's the other couple that all they've been wanting to do is screw. There's <laughs> mm-hmm. the two girls wanting the stoner. Um, Nick and just... Tina are hanging out by the lake. Nina tells Nick about her dad and her mental problems. Meanwhile, Melissa's been spying on them. And then Tina and Nick kiss. Mm. Melissa And is... they both, as, actor, as actors, hated it. Yeah. And... that that sucks that sucks unfortunately it it would be cool if y'all were at least like you know like chemistry and it would be like that that point it was all paycheck that sucks Mm -hmm. but but that's acting baby but fair fair but melissa man her character that conniving woman in this Mm -hmm. movie Little devil, she Mm -hmm. devil she the devil woman she the devil what what an asshole I also like, I don't even know, I don't think it's this part, but like, um, where he, he, Nick specifically is like, I do not like you at all. Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. Com- it's uh, coming. That, that it's coming up. Yeah. 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 So I was now like, we go back to this. It's so good. I love that part. Um, <laughs> so we go back, rifling through the kids again, just getting a couple lines from each one. I guess it's establishing character. This some of them it is, some like, of them it's not. This is why I don't like the fucking characters in this movie, man. They're not that memorable. Some of them are, but most of them aren't. Ross will check me on that when he we get to it, but... Well, I I, yeah. I like the characters in this oh, one. Oh, and you... Well, then both of y'all will, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, okay, no, no, no. I mean, I do agree with part of that, too, because, like, I feel that, like, if we have... I don't know. I think it, out of all the groups of kids, this mm-hmm. is on the top tier of mem- more memorable than less memorable. But we are dealing with like part five slaughterhouse. So like, that's a, that's kind of a weird mm-hmm. weighted thing. You know what I mean? Where it's like, are they, is it the best group of kids? Absolutely not. Is it good enough for in the line of, uh, uh, you know, that we've seen before way better. Like they're getting better at least for like somewhat sympathizing with your, I can't well, I kill. like the nerdy writer kid. I yes. like the, even though I think it's ridiculous, the two girls fighting over the stoner guy. I like those girl characters. Mm-hmm. Um, there, yeah, I like Nick. Um, yeah, I just I like Tina. I think I think we'll I dive like into that maybe later. But so I can't wait to. Yeah, we'll talk about them as they die. Yeah. That'll yeah. be easy. So uh, <laughs> the, Melissa decide. Oh, so the. They're hanging out. The two girls are still fighting over the stoner. This where the even though they're friends, the ones like tells her like you need a little touch up if you want to oh. get with him, which is such a not nice thing to say. She she How and mean. I want to say I want to say before she does her eighties makeup, mm-hmm. I liked her in her glasses way more. Like I I, sure. I I I'm not I'm not trying to be whatever, but I'm just saying like I found her hotter 
in her yeah, glasses. I thought she was more attractive originally yes. before she well, I found her more attractive because she was being her genuine self. Exactly. Yeah, dude, I really did. I thought she was hot as fuck with her glasses. And then when she did, she did her 80s makeover and I was like, yeah, you're so cute, man. But I like you with your glasses. Put those glasses back on. I like those. Yeah. Good. If not, you, you're just going to be tripping. I want you so to be Velma. Jinkies. <laughs> Melissa decides to hang out with the nerd to make Nick jealous. She starts flirting with the nerdy guy. Then one of the the girl who made the mean comment decides she's going to go get high with the stoner. The other girl's like, what? You didn't say we do that. She was like, hey, we're, we what? said we'd have fun, right? So I'm going to do it. Are I'm, stick- I'm sticking to my commitment to having fun. <laughs> then Melissa is like, hey, Tina, is this what the jackets were like in the mental hospital? Because she's got the oh, nerd guy wearing the like, jacket like, backwards see, with arms in like don't a like. I don't like, jacket. I don't like that scene because, you know, like, well, for the movie, it, it, it's appropriate because they're all making fun of her. This is the part where I was saying, like, for triggering trigger warning, like, if you've ever been in that situation where, you know, for whatever reason, you were locked up in there in a psych ward or whatever, and you come out and these people are fucking making fun of you. I've got a son that's autistic and I worry mm-hmm. about, you know, how people are going to treat him and, and, and they already mock him. They already do mm-hmm. it. They do it in the mall. He's he's stimming and they, they mock him. Teenagers mock him. Teenagers mm-hmm. mock my fucking five-year-old son. And it's like, thank God I'm not there because I'd go to jail. But um, mm-hmm. right. I, I well, wasn't. I, was, I think it's the at, because it's nothing that they've ever had to personally experience. It's such an abstract concept that that's why they think it's not a big deal to be making fun of said things. You know what I mean? Where it's this like, is like 1988 too. There were true. A lot of things were getting made fun of. Oh, 100%. <laughs> and, but again, I, I do agree with you. I, I mean, it's just, it's, it's very, it's a very callous low blow thing to do. I do. I do any I kind do. of health, mental health or physical health. It's like I, basically making fun of disability or um, you know what I mean? Like it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a pan shot. I do try to exist in the realm where everything can be made fun of in the Mm -hmm. right light. I try Mm -hmm. to exist in that realm because I think everything can be funny in the right light, in the right light. But Mm -hmm. sometimes maybe it's not the same. And if you're personally attached to it, you know, I try to keep. But also this triples down on how much of an asshole fucking Melissa is in this movie. (laughs) <laughs> it's like, if you, if, it's like well, if you didn't think she was a huge piece of shit she's a piece of shit <laughs> yeah well and they, it keeps getting worse and that's what but I'm saying. Tina does break her uh, break her necklace with her Ooh, mental powers I love that I because love that, that was like yeah. it was an inch away from being a Darth Vader fucking chokehold yeah and oh, she was like cool. no uh, no I'm just gonna get the I'm just gonna get the, I'm just gonna get the pearls and just that snap, snap. off was so yeah, good yeah it's mm-hmm. so good I love that scene too Tina runs home, starts arguing with the doctor about her treatment, um, and then she mentally throws a TV at him. Oh, fuck you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> a tube TV at that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a yeah, heavy that's TV. Wrap your mind around that, that, everybody, with your fucking LEDs <laughs> and your plasma screens. <laughs> Tina sees Nick asks for a picture of brother and then Oh, okay. So Tina, I guess, has run off again. 
left the house. Nick finds her. She's telling him she's got a bad feeling about everything. Asks for a picture mm-hmm. of the cousin that hasn't shown up yet. Sees that it's the guy from her vision. Yep. It's like, I think he's dead. Uh, now the horny couple that's just basically been having sex most of the movie goes skinny <laughs> dipping. Guy oh, uh, gets killed by Russell, Jason. Russell and Sandra. Yes, I want to shout out the movie for this point. And I'm going to sound kind of grindhouse right here. But listen. In the fucking 80s, Sam's like, oh, shit. Brian, <laughs> cut, Brian, cut this out if you want. In the 80s, I saw this movie. Was it theatrical cut? I don't know. Because I didn't see the mechanical head crush, but I saw this. This movie did a fucking upshot of the girl in the water. Mm-hmm. It was bare, bo- <laughs> bare bones. Oh, it was based. It was a. It, it was a definitely a Jaws imitation, right? For sure, because it's almost the same. It's the same shot, same beat, all that kind of stuff. And if, but it, it is. It is really funny because it's not like a part. I don't mean to keep on going back to it, but a part five where it's like such a gratuitous amount of nudity. It's not. But it's mm-hmm. like, but it's just enough, just enough. No, it's nudity. very little. Really. I'm going to say as, as, as a, teenage, to a teenage, franchise. a teenage t was rewinding this shot. Oh, that entire, yeah. The lake oh, scene sure. for you was just completely. I, like, when you were the age that you wondered up. what a boob felt like. Dude. Yeah. yeah like I, I'm, I'm, and I'm not trying to be a perv, but I'm just saying like females are gorgeous and beautiful and, in that moment, should have been I, in part five though. This is very hard to make out compared to. I, well, oh this... yeah, part five was like in your face. But I do. I find that it's a. Uh, I mean, I, I'm assuming they kept. Uh, they, they, I almost feel like they added more nudity just to keep it R. Because after all, the gore was taken out of this movie. It could easily be a PG-13. <laughs> <laughs> and there, could, there, there, and maybe it's just compared to the franchise. I know the last one didn't have any, but this one is. Just kind of side boob on it. You never get the full on just like well, walking see, around well, topless see, like you do in some of the other movies. The version I watched last night had full on. So I don't know what I watched. But I, I mean, know. it's still underwater and blue light. No, no, like not it. not even this scene. Like I'm saying, Sam, other scenes I saw. Oh, it's like a um, girl or uh, bangs stoner guy. I think that's yeah. the other big nudity They're scene. That I but saw it's not. Um, okay, I have a question about uh, Jason Voorhees' not tying skills, because uh-huh. um, I think underwater for a decade fucked up some of his, like, uh, uh, <laughs> his Cub Scout <laughs> skills, because yeah. god damn it, Russell, with his axe wound to the face, um, this cat gets dropped out of a tree no less than, I think, three times Every time Jason tries throwing this dude into a tree, this guy land, it just falls out of it at the most inopportune times. <laughs> well, I, I would say opportune times. But oh, that's true. We'll get to oh, it. Maybe he has like it's a pulley system, so maybe yeah. he just he's just like waiting and he just drops the Russell. Everyone out there who fucking hates the remake of Friday the Thirteenth from two thousand nine, suck a fucking big one because you know <laughs> what this yet. this movie well. Okay, my bad. But it's got it's. I I bet it's probably better than the original because originally you good. goddamn right it is. You <laughs> goddamn wait till y'all cover it. I hope I'm there for it because it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. I am. We will cover it, but I am not counting it as part of like. Oof. Once we get through these ten, yeah, 
I'm gonna take a little breaky poo. Well, count mm-hmm. count Freddy versus Jason as part of it because it's technically not, it's well, it's canon. It's canon. Well, we'll get, but we haven't done all canon, the canon. nightmare movies. So nightclub will, and we can combine forces. Dun, dun. We'll do it together. <laughs> yeah. Let's anyway, we'll get to all that stuff. Yeah, That's all okay, future. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're 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 we we're also we in the is seventh. this the first? Oh, so they get they both get killed at the lake there. Yeah, they both get killed at the lake. Now, question: Is this the first? Just straight up drowning that he does. Ah. Uh... Because like most of it's like getting impaled or stabbed in a boat. It might by a be. Lake. I can't recall another one. Because like we get full, f- we get full fledged like aquatic. Well, Tommy doesn't j- die. He kind of kills him in there. He kind of kills him. But like this is, I mean, because now we're getting undead Jason. So like now we've got aquatic Jason, which we get mm-hmm. introduced to in part six and in part seven. Like this was this kind of got me because I was waiting for a stab or something like that, and he just. Because he doesn't need to breathe, just holds her underwater, which I feel <laughs> was like more off-putting. Is like really showing like the definition of him being dead, where he's just like, "I'm just gonna grab your ankle, and I'm just gonna hold you here." Yeah, which, looks at his watch. Yeah, like that to me is like <laughs> even more fucked up than getting stabbed to death. I guess where he's just sitting there, doesn't have to like break your ankle or anything. He just has to just tug on you <laughs> until you just die. Mm-hmm. That's dope. I mean, like so, he can get away with so much. <laughs> right. Now we get the uh, the black couple that's been fighting. I guess they're making up now because they're in the van hooking up. Melissa is hooking up with the nerd, thinking it'll make Nick jealous. Even though Nick just told or she's about to hook up with the nerd trying to make Nick jealous, even though Nick just told her he didn't even like her. Oh my god, yeah. it's like I all's love and all's fair in love and war. You're not you're not listening to me. I, I literally am telling you I, I don't want I don't any, even I do, like I don't you. like you. I don't even like you. Like there's no chance. So what you're uh, saying is there's a chance. Big hardcore no. Now we see the doctor pulling out the spike from his drawer. And I guess at this point we were supposed to think that that dun, was dun, the spike dun. from before. Yes. But it was clean. So I was like, is this a second spike? What's he doing? Did he find this somewhere else? Well, Did I mean, I you're going to clean, you're gonna clean your spike. I mean, I don't know if you're going to keep like a bloody <laughs> spike. You may you may spritz it a little bit before you put it in your drawer. I better wash this off. Spritz yeah. your spike. Spritz your spike. Now, yeah. uh, then walking in woods, fine. Oh, now the doctor's walking in the woods. I guess he's going for a think. And he finds Michael's body, the birthday boy body in a tree. And he's like, oh, oh, oh. oh. Does, <laughs> does the mom, did the mom die already or, or before this? No, now while this is happening, she goes into the doctor's room, finds And finds spike, that he's put, a big old piece of shit. Yeah, puts on the videotape. Here's the doctor talking about he's trying to keep her in an emotionally like stressful state to induce her telekinesis piece of shit she art i guess the doctor comes back she argues with him about tina's treatment doctor says he's gonna have to commit her tina's in the house over here grabs the car keys yeah yeah while she's leaving she sees a hallucination hallucination (laughs) killing her mom and crashes into a tree yep and she goes running into the woods, and at this point, <laughs> the doctor has already seen Jason fucking murder her mom, right? 
He 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 not yet. He, oh, it's no. coming up. It's yeah, but it's coming up. But yeah, it's. it's uh, see, I'll mention it when it happens. Okay. Yeah. See, it's weird because like before she had like her de- ooh her death perception is getting weirder uh. because like it, with Michael's body he had already died and right. then she saw his murder and now she's seeing the future of her mom mm-hmm. being killed by Jason. Yes. Their waters have intermingled further. They That's have. the problem. <laughs> no, now we go to the house where the girl is putting up all the makeup and trying to make herself look better, and she says, "Need a little tuck." Chup work oh, my ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Matt, she dude, leaves to find the stoner. I feel so bad for being in the woods. And Jason chases her into a shack. A shack shed. A shed. But this is the first time that we get Russell that drops from the tree. So like, she's like, "Oh, found it!" And then, blap! What the right. fuck? Um, the, the, this... bo- the corpse alarm goes off, and Jason's like, "Oh, great!" And then he just <laughs> oh, resets great. it. That's what <laughs> happens. He just pulls it back up. Yeah. Um, I okay. So this whole stalking scene into the shed shack. Um, when she's Pretty looking cool. through the slats, the lighting is great on Jason. Like yep. that's just that stark blue, especially like the color palette they used, which was like this weird blue gray kind mm-hmm. of just deadish kind of even his hockey mask it just looks so destitute and when then like sneaking uh, up in there like sneaking uh, up behind her and then yeah, you seeing yeah. him get the scythe and you're going behind is yeah. just like mm, mm, also is one of the better parts of the movie the what the visual storytelling the framing the colors the lights shadows like all screen kill yeah but, but man part. it looks so good though going it's, up to yeah. it yeah, so she's hiding against the wall, and his hands, one at a time, burst through behind her, grab her. He's got the scythe in one hand, or the sickle, and yeah, stabs yeah. her, but it you know cuts. Yeah, cuts yeah. like most of them do. Yeah, Doctor and Mom find Tina's empty car. Jason finds horny teens. That's what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> as as he do. <laughs> He'd do that. Stoner and uh, the girl who left with him uh, are having sex inside. Mm-hmm. The couple that's making up are having sex in the van outside. Jason sex, starts sex, rocking sex. the van. Yeah. When Jason's they rocking, don't come, come knocking. knocking. No, yeah. <laughs> they think uh, their friend Michael, the birthday boy, has arrived in the, and that he's fucking with them. Um, so they leave the van. The guy goes out. Jason grabs him, grabs his head, and kind of dude. Oh, the uncut scene of this is just fucking. Oh, makes an accordion out of this man's skull. Like Mm -hmm. it is so good. Yeah, we don't get that in this. It's again implied. Something starts to happen, and then it's his weird like um like you hear the crunch, and then him going like. Even as in an edited scene, I, the way that that actor acts, the uh, oh, just uh. is super weird. I don't, I don't like it. Like he's not all. a very good actor. I, and no. this that that couple is one of the weaker couple. But that scene, characters uncut, in this movie, we never really get anything out of them. Yeah. The uncut version on. of that scene is so fucking dope, though, man. It's so so gory. Ooh, I wish they'd have left it in. Yep. I wish they'd have left it in. It's so they they put a lot they put a lot of work into that scene where they had the the, the mechanical skull 
that was being crushed down with blood squirting out everywhere. Like they put so much work into it and the fucking MPAA. Yeah. They, yeah. Just did their thing. thing. Most perfect asshole association. That's right. That's right. right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Good job. Yeah. And so now the, the girl peeks out of the, Van Window's like, what's going on? She gets stabbed in the eye with, with a, a fucking noisemaker. <laughs> yeah, that goes, oh and it goes through her eye. That, that's a great gag. I, I, I love I, that. I got to so, give it up for that. That's yeah. dope. That's dope. Absolutely great. Dope as fuck. Then Melissa and the nerd are kind of hooking up, but not really, because she's like not into it at all and is very mean to him and was like, I was only doing this to get him jealous. It didn't work. And then you couldn't turn me on. So forget it. Um, so he leaves because she sucks and Jason walks up to the house and rips the power out of the meter box, like where uh, the power is being fed into the power meter. Dude, I love it. Because it like, That's cool. This is, I, again, with this Jason, you tell how fucking strong he is. I mean, obviously part six, he bends a man in half. You know what I mean? But yeah, like, he punches a guy's heart out. Punches the guy's heart out. Like, through we're getting, I mean, obviously, they've all been edited, but like, he's punched through someone. Like, he's mm-hmm. underwater for 20 minutes. I mean, like, there's just, he's just that. He's been living the, in water for a decade. A decade. So. so, like, it's his new apartment. Um, no, I do, I just, the fact of him just marching up and just ripping the whole power out, like, just yeah, cord out. So it's cool. just so good. Very like hulking. It really does give you. It's a small action that gives you like just a whole oh, shit. Oh is. fuck. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, oh. the way that he eliminates the house in this is pretty fucking. I mean, it's pretty fast. Like once he gets in the house, it's it's kind of just a boom, 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 boom. Oh yeah, for sure. So he rips the power out of that meter box. Then Tina, now Tina and Nick are in the woods, and they find the. Michael mm-hmm. in the tree, the birthday boy. Yeah. Uh goes now we cut back to the stoner and the girl in bed. Power's gone out. He gives her a flashlight. He's going to the kitchen for like a sandwich or something. Yeah. When he gets into the kitchen, he uh slips on blood, it seems like on his way to the fridge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Jason meets him in the kitchen with a butcher knife. Stab. Got him. Nick and Tina get back to the cabin. It's empty. They start going through drawers. Tina finds a book with old clippings about Jason. Like, why is there a oh, journal was that the, in the Well, a that drawer? was the journal of... That was the journal of MacGuffin, right? MacGuffin journal. I, I don't yeah. understand. I get... Yes, absolutely. I don't understand its purpose at all. Did the doctor have it? Was it her dad's? I like, think this is it's her supposed house, to be her right? dad's because it's like oh, under or over the gun. So, like, yeah. it's the gun and then that. But also, like, why? 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 Maybe that. Why did maybe he that, have this? Yeah. Did, they, did that cause the drinking? He's like, oh, my <laughs> God. I, I got this lakefront property that's oh. basically the burial site of a mass murderer. Maybe he was one of the OG camp counselors who survived. Oh. Pamela Voorhees. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Now we got the nerd guy hanging out. Opening Michael's presents, I guess he opens the one oh from Melissa, yeah. and it's a penis enlarger. 
And inside, <laughs> a magnifying it's glass. It's a magnifying glass. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, fantastic. I also the concept of this dude just being like, "Fuck this guy's birthday party." I'm just gonna open all of his gifts. Is <laughs> yeah, hilarious to me. Big time. At this point, he doesn't give a fuck. This movie's off the Tina rails. Tina and Nick try to find everyone. Um, while Tina wants is like, I want to find my mom, and he's like, Yeah, great, but we need to get everybody together first because this is bad. Then we'll find your mom. Uh, the girl that had slept with the stoner is now sneaking around the house looking for him. Finds his head. Jason pops in like he was waiting for her to scream and then throws her out a window. I like <laughs> that he throws her like he grabs her and throws Another her window to her kill. back to the window. But in the scene with the stuntman clearly in a wig getting thrown out of the Coming window, out. he's face. He's going like he's face first, which I think is hilarious. Yeah. I think sure. this yeah. I think this fits with the Friday Friday the thirteenth out the window fucking shit though. Like we have to now. all I mean, these movies at this point for sure. No. Yeah. Gotta do it. Gotta once do you start, it. You can't stop. Yeah. Tina waits for Nick to find everyone before they go look for her mom. So yeah, that's right. It happens. We get two scenes of the same thing. I was like, why did this just happen twice? <laughs> Doctor and mom in wood are still in the woods looking for Tina. Jason chases them. Holden. What is he holding? I couldn't think of the name of that tool. It's like some sort of farmer gardening tool. Well, it's like a um, it's like a weed eater, but not. It's like well, it's not that. Oh, this it's is not that like one. No, the blade, like, the curved blade well, on curved, the end of like it's a, a curved blade. Handle. It's like a branch. It, a it has handle. an extender. I I always thought those things were like branch. Oh, it's a branch cutter saw. Yeah, it's, it's not like a branch, branch cutter. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, something like that. Um, because those are like look like saws and have you know the strings and stuff. Anyway, none of us know, but I've I. My dad had one. I just, I should have asked him. Um, Sam's dad. So email Jason at gmail.com. comes up behind him <laughs> and stabs uh, Tina's mom in the back with the well, doctor. Also, at this point, I thought maybe it was one of those holding, double kills see, that went through them both. But alas. Missed opportunity. But, I mean, the doctor's also using Operation Human Body Shield and yep. moves Tina's mom, like, in yep. front of Jason. And yep. it's like, okay, you just <laughs> yep. get to murder her and I'm going to run away. He totally does that shit. He's a fucking bastard, man. Mm-hmm. He he holds her up like, yeah, uh, first front fucking artillery, you uh, go ahead and die. Fuck <laughs> you. Yeah. Peace. Later. Now Nick's looking for anyone, and of course he can only find Melissa. And he's like, "Fucking all right." <laughs> it's like, "God damn it!" Just the uh, mom got killed because Tina fought. Oh, also, do you that. do you think that Melissa's a serial killer just based off the fact that when <laughs> fucking Nick literally says everyone's dead, she just goes, "Huh, whatever." She's Shut a, up. Yeah. She's a sociopath at least. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. You're just trying to get in my pants. There's yeah. no way that they're uh, dead. I haven't killed them yet. Right, exactly. Then Tina runs into the doctor in the woods. She never trusts her. a doctor she's like, in the woods. What happened to my mom? He's like, uh, you nothing. She's totally fine because he that, knows that that ball was that hiding telekinetic in the bushes. Freakouts coming. He was hiding in the fucking bushes like, oh, Oh, look. Oh, don't look here. Like, I, I, I love- wish he 
I wish he had at least got telekinetically tossed by her or something before <laughs> yeah, Jason like, got him. This he guy needed to do sucks. Something to he sucks so much, man. Fuck this guy. Now Jason comes with that weed eater, but it's like a blade yeah. on the on the end of it instead of a weed eater on string. steroids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now he's chasing the doctor with that. Tina finds a bunch of bodies. Oh yeah, Tina runs into like the corpse alarm the, central there's there's like oh my God. four all at once and what's his name russell falls down again yep yeah, falls down again it's like a garden of gore at this point what's her name um maddie is now mm-hmm. nailed to a tree yes jason's gotten really good at this at this <laughs> yes. point he's like this you is his art t- no nah, no nah, it's always been thinking about <laughs> <laughs> he just can't help it he knows what to do Set up these corpses like this. I want everyone to find them like this. Drop this corpse down right now. 10 mil- mm-hmm. milliliters, whatever milligrams. I don't know fucking math from other countries, but yeah. Let, it's let, all good. Let the corpse so drop the doctor right here. gets cut in ha- I guess he got cut in half by that thing. We would have seen it, but it got cut out by the bladed weed eater. Just kind of goes into his belly yeah uh now we got our showdown between tina and jason because he heard that corpse alarm go off and he's right there and she telekinetics some roots to grab him and fought, make him fall in a puddle and a power line falls <laughs> electrocutes him with a power line while he's face down in a puddle no, I don't even know if it's a continuity thing. If you rip the power line from the outside that from that pole, you didn't put that back together. So when she gets home, why are all the lights on? <laughs> hmm. Yeah, because there's only two houses there. It's not like they'd have Ross. Ross, we can't think too hard. We can't think too I'm hard about this movie, man. Right, right, right. That's exactly it. Because they have yeah. we've seen that in other movies, so it automatically came on. Um, she goes in. Yeah, so she goes inside the house after this. Full blown ca- carry versus Jason jumps Jason. through a window. <laughs> party, party balloons. Happy birthday, happy birthday to me. Because yeah. Jason hopped through a fucking yeah. window and just stands up and yes. looms with all these party balloons around him. It's fantastic. You get another yeah, usually the with the windows. He's been jumping through grabbing people. This time he just jumped through to be like, like hello. I'm here now. <laughs> yeah. Sup. Sup, the big shuttle. Sup, he's there. Yeah. So she she sees the plant with the head in it and telekinetically throws it at his throws it at him, and I think <laughs> that is so funny. It's oh, so uh, dope. It, uh, that's hilarious. He chases her outside, and she collapses the porch on him. And for some reason, she thinks this killed him. It she, she electrocuted already, him. Drowned him and electrocuted him in with this, a power line. In this and scene, that didn't kill him. But by the power of the porch, porch, did it? He will die. In this scene where the porch fell on Kane Hodder, um, the porch, the weight of the porch was so heavy. He, no one anticipated this. His head was smack, smack, smack on the steps of the fucking um porch, and the only thing that saved his life from bad injury. The hockey man, the hawk, the hawk, the hawk saved his life because when the porch fell down, he went smack, smack, smack on the staircase, oh, like shit. down. And 
Yes, and and he said in something I watched that the the hockey mask saved his fucking face from smack, oh. smack, smack. Because, yeah, big time. And the actress that played the stunt double of um Tina was visibly in the in the shot. If you watch, she jumps when the porch lands. Mm-hmm. Watch the scene again because she jumps. And it's like she was concerned about her fellow oh, stunt wow. coordinator or st- stunt person I also going through that. that scene. And it was getting hotter. That, yeah, because he did all, yeah. of, all of the stunts. I love the fact yes. that the hockey mask yeah. was the protection that he needed. Like, wow, that's hilarious. That was it. He, if he was Michael Myers, would have been that dead. That was it. Latex. Dead. Yeah, latex. Oh, fucked up. The yeah. unbelief. So they're back in yeah. the house. Tina said, oh, don't worry, he's dead. I made the porch fall on him. And <laughs> Melissa goes to leave, but oh, Oops, there's Jason, Jason with an axe. She gets an axe to the head and then is thrown oh my God. across the room. The which axe is also to the face and then the just grabbing her. her by the scuff and just hawking her across. <laughs> <laughs> she flows so like divinely across the fucking room and Splat this is thud. we're waiting for melissa to get her comeuppance and we finally get the scene where she gets chopped and thrown and so yeah good. dude you're mm-hmm. right like it's so fucking dope i love this scene and now tina and nick run upstairs to get away from jason she telekinesis an Smash. overhead light to hit him and also opens a hole and knocks his ass through so that he just, no, falls, through. He just yeah. falls through the stairs when he lands on the stairs. Another, then another thing she about, falls down the stairs. Another thing about that scene where he gets smacked with the light, that was Kane Hodder's idea. Like He was like, hey, smack me in the head with the light, and I'll go through. And the original scene was he was going to tumble down the stairs, but Kane Hodder said, I should go through the stairs into the basement. And so they filmed it that way, and that's what you see on 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 screen. But he was two inches from the practical stairs versus the false stairs he went through. Oh, so he almost died on that one too. He, he almost <laughs> crashed his skull into the fucking real wood. Yeah, dude, Kane Hodder's a goddamn wow. beast. He's a beast. Oh, yeah, and that's not a not all. He, we got even more cool stunt shit from him. Yeah. So she's going to leave. He pops out like again. Harry Potter um, comes right out of that closet <laughs> under the stairs. <laughs> yeah, he pops. He pops out again. She uh, brain pulls his hawk so oh, tight goo, that we're getting goo, goo and stuff popping yeah. out of the side. So brain goo. goo, and then it snaps off. Hawk yeah. snaps off. He is, Jason is uglier oh, than ever, and my heart so flutter. The fact that like they got all the wounds right as in like they had the like yep. the the axe cut they had the machete cut they had the boat rudder like the, and they had every wound that he has sustained mm-hmm. but in a petrified rotting just waterlogged head god so good so good so good this to me is like when you see Fan of the Opera's face for the first time with Lon Chaney, where it's just got that, like, <laughs> and you're just like, oh, goo. I agree, dude. I agree a thousand percent. Yep. So she mind hangs him, mind rips a hole in the floor, and mind drops him into it. <laughs> um, so he's back in the basement. But, of course, he keeps coming. 
I guess, what, does she fall in? He must pull her in, because then she mind nails him to a wall and mind sprays gas all over him. Yeah. Gets a little all on herself, so she takes off her jacket. Uh, and she mind so flame good. throws the furnace to set him on fire. Yep. Now, here's the other badass stunt thing. Mm-hmm. IMD behind the scene. Mm-hmm. The film set a record for the longest un- uninterrupted on-screen controlled burn in Hollywood history. To accomplish this effect, they used a rigged apparatus to actually capture the ignition on film. In that moment, you are actually watching Kane Hodder truly being set on fire, an effect which normally accomplished at the time via trick photography. Hodder stayed on wow. fire for a record-setting 40 seconds. Oh. Um, which I remember Nightmare on Elm Street had set the record, but this must have beat it. And then I even Googled. I was like, because who knew if this was still accurate or not? Mm-hmm. I Googled what's the longest, and this is it. Whoa. So it's still That's amazing. This to day. this day. Right wow. in the 13th part seven, goddamn record setting stuntman being get, set on fire. I guess at this point, though, it would be almost easier to set up CGI for someone on fire versus, and safer. And safer. <laughs> safer. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Stuntman going to stunt, though. Yeah. Sure, fuck yeah. that, though. I, I bet I bet all the stuntmen that won't work are like, set me on fire. Do it. Please, CGI. Oh, yeah. Fuck that I'm shit. sure you get paid extra for getting set on fire. Each take of a stunt you do, you get paid for. Like, mm-hmm. stuntmen are always trying to do things. Kane Hodder was probably like, you know, it'd be cool to hit me with that lamp because <laughs> I will get paid more money for that. <laughs> yeah. I love lamp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and what's funny, earlier in the movie, a throwaway line um, at the party, some commotion happens in the other room and Nick leaves to clean up. And then the stoner walked back in the room. He's like rubbing his head. He's like, who would put a lamp there? <laughs> oh, <laughs> a silly thing wow. Wow. Dope. Um, okay. Now Tina and Nick escape the burning house. Surprise. Jason is still fucking alive. Reaches in with his burned up arm. Now we get burned up. J- zombie well, Jason. Hold on. Let's not skip this scene real quick, Sam. I'm sorry, yeah. but please. This is they blow up an entire house in this fucking scene. And in when they run out. Oh, really? Yes. This is yeah. no, but this is not CGI. This is not stunt. This is not miniature. They actually blew up a big entire house in the scene. Wow. For real. So they almost lost the footage because it was so intense. They filmed it from oh, several God. angles and you see it in the movie. They blew up an entire house they blew it up from that's why it's so intense dude this movie went hardcore as fuck and what we see i can't believe that didn't come up in imdb nobody told that yet <laughs> that's cool it's i didn't it, have a chance to watch my special features otherwise i'm sure i would have had it sorry everybody thanks for being here tv <laughs> no no and they talk about it in the things i saw they they, they blew up the the whole fucking thing and they almost lost the footage of the house going going up because it was too close and the production crew didn't know that it was going to be that intense but what you see on film that house blowing up that was an entire fucking structure being blown way the fuck up so dope so it's so freddy versus jason with what they did here like because what happens later but yes that that is so I love this movie for that. Like for th- this entire ending scene. Is so they blew up a real house. Yes, sir. Surprise. Jason is still alive. 
grabs his burned up arm, tosses Tina to the side. Uh, Nick shoots him a couple times. Then he gets knocked out, knocked back onto a boat. Tina uses her mind powers to bring her tat to life out of the lake, comes up through the dock <laughs> and pulls Jason in. This is very funny. Yeah. Uh, it's insane. And yep. now Tina and Nick are taken away in ambulance and surprise, there is no surprise at the end. It just, yep. that is what happens. There is no, oh my God, Jason's still alive or something, anything else. Um, I, the director is one of the, fi- is the firefighter who picks up Jason's broken mask at the end. Oh, nice. And that is the end do you have any final points to make before we do a little bump bump nope bump bump and now it is time for our crematorium of questions let's get right into it fellas are we gonna survive i don't think so no yeah unless we got in a car and left immediately yeah Mm -hmm. or had telekinetic powers or had telekinetic powers there's absolutely no way that we're surviving this. This is uh, this Jason is a mean killing machine. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't get to see a lot of what he kills, but he's still doing it. Sure. At this point in the uh, franchise, I don't think there's no way you can survive unless you have knowledge of the franchise or whatever the fuck. No, you're you're we're we're I'm I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Even though he still does a lot of sneak attacks in this one, he's just so powerful that eventually he's going to get you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should it be gooier? Yes. That's a big I fat guess, yes on this one. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 100%. Just put in the actual kill sh- the gore shots that you intended, and this would be a great movie. Like, and I, well, it would be a much gooier movie. I agree. Absolutely. I agree with that. I've Ross. never so strongly felt that it needed to be goo. I've never. Like you have agree strongly agree or disagree strongly disagree. This would be yeah. my highest. Yes, it should be gooier of any movie we've ever done. One hundred percent. Yep. Agree. Film level one through ten. One through five for power level. One through four iconography. Get your total. For me, I'm gonna give eight four for each. Um, because while I think he does look really cool, he's not my favorite looking. Um in the franchise and his power is almost a five but again you know he can be defeated it's not like a color out of space or something right (laughs) right um mine would be a uh man honestly mine's a 9.5 mine like the iconography for this is off the charts and his power level only gets a half point because you are 100 right he can be defeated but for the most part he is pretty much immortal like there's right. not a whole lot of stuff that you can do this dude to really stop him but i will agree with ross on this like dude like he he is at this point you're fucked if you're trying to fight jason he is a, a, an, an immortal zombie they got lucky f- with the lake shit and whatever the fuck they did <laughs> at the end yeah i mean if you can't summon a your dad yeah dad that you killed out of a lake to pull him down there i yeah. don't know what you're gonna do yeah good luck right. so yeah. so i'll agree with ross 9.5 out of 10 yeah same nice 
Does this movie deserve a sequel? And what is your sequel for this movie? <laughs> I would say sure. In my sequel, we would still have Tina fighting Jason somewhere. Yeah. Like, or honestly, having Tina fight a different slasher. Like oh, a different. You know, yeah. So like instead of, I mean, it would be a deterrent from, but it'd be the Tina series versus the Friday the 13th series. Right. She's kind of like the Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So she could hop. Or hack and slash. She can hop into different uh, uh, slasher cool. eras. That'd be very and then, cool. Yeah, use her powers for good. For a sequel, I would like to see Jason like come back, and Tina and Tommy Jarvis team up like with her powers Ooh. and his know how. Like Tina and Tommy. Yeah, Tina and Tommy, and they they have to team up and somehow figure the out team up. Yeah. <laughs> How how to how to deal with Jason? I don't know what that would look like, but I think Tommy and Tina together. I'm there. Yeah, I think that would be a good yeah. sequel for for this movie. If this movie was a band, what is the name and genre? Oh. Ross, you had one. What was it? Um, like uncontrollable sadness. <laughs> it was it like was, yeah, no, it's like a uh uh the bulk. So oh, it was she gave herself migraines from the bulk. Doing the, the bulk, bulk of, of her own crying. The bulk, <laughs> of her, yeah, the bulk of her own crying is the name of my band. Yes. Dope. And um, that's like an emo group. I would say, yeah, pretty much emo. But just talking yeah. about, but the entire album is just about drowning. I would say mine would be like, oh, um, oh man, I didn't think about this, but it would be like, a, it'd be a psychedelic band, psychedelic, psychedelic rock with concept okay. album shit going on. And it would be like uh, Carrie and the Slashers or something like, or, or, uh, oh shit. I can't think of nothing better than that, man. I'm sorry. Carrie and the Slashers and they're, they're a psychedelic rock band and their first record is called the new blood. I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I didn't, I didn't come no, prepared. It's all good, man. You're fine. You're fine. You could also skip. Um, it like, don't feel like you have to come up with something. That'd be mine. Uh, mine is patricide. Is that what it's called? <laughs> Killing your father. Yeah. 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 Patricide. <laughs> and it's a uh, pop punk. I mean, it has to be. No, it has to be death metal. Yeah. I, I hate to be so cliched, but it truly does. Florida, old school Florida death metal. Fuck patricide. Yeah. yeah. I love Would it. you buy the soundtrack or score on vinyl? No. Same. Not for this one. Harry Manfredini was busy scoring another film while this happened, and they hired this other guy to fill in, and he sucked. So Well, they still used a lot of music from they did. the old ones, they, but he kind of redid aspects yeah. of different things. Yeah, yeah, so I'd say no. No. Not dying to buy this one on vinyl. Ross, did you have an answer if you did? Uh, you know, honestly, I was going to say, I can't even really remember this soundtrack. So just the sure. fact that I can't remember it probably <laughs> no. me I'll do it. saying no. All right. I know the answer to this one. What from this movie is action figure worthy? Oh, goddamn, Jason. Yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Spine back daddy. Fucking give me that. Give me, give me Melissa. With Jason throwing her over the TV set, I want that as a as a um what do you call that a miniature set? Give me yeah, like uh 
yeah, give me Jason throwing her Darama. ass. A diorama, yes, sir. Yeah, throwing her over the fucking TV set. I would Ooh, love that. Or you know, like those old penny machines. You know what I mean? Where it's like you put the penny in it and it hucks it, and then you kind of like get it into the bank. <laughs> yeah. What if it's adjacent, oh, yeah. just but the quarters lodged in Melissa's head, so you just throw it and then it just goes directly into the bank. Yeah. <laughs> That's good too. I'm all about it. What merch or prop would you want from this film? Well, Ross already has a hawk. I already got a hawk, so I. You know what? This is the first time I'm gonna I'm gonna stay out of this one because I already got mine. I w- oh. I want the dock. Where the fucking dad fell in. I want the doc, the whole doc. Give me that. That that, give me that animatronic doc. Animatronic doc. doc. I want the animatronic doc where he fucking just gets all like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Fantastic. I'll I'll take the blown up house. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. Do you guys have anything you do at the uh, midnight show? I'd be like, don't trust. Doctor, I'd be screaming the whole time, <laughs> screaming like, stuff about the doctor. Yeah, the like fuck this guy, he sucks. Um, I don't know what I would throw at the screen. Like I, I, I think yeah, in unison, everyone out. saying I don't like you to <laughs> Melissa when he he says that one line would be yeah. amazing. Oh, absolutely, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, when the guy makes himself into a space mummy. With the wrappings, everyone throws band-aids <laughs> at the screen. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Um you could have people wrapping themselves up with TP in the aisles at the same oh, time. That's true. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, that would be dope too, though. Yeah. I like this. I like this fucking midnight movie idea. Or um, honestly, when Jason cuts the power to the house, everyone has a little flashlight. So everybody in the audience puts a, turns a flashlight on and starts playing oh, around. Oh, that'd be oh, good you gotta, too. You, what you got to do is everybody turns it on ahead of time. And when he cuts the power, everybody turns, turns them off it at off. the same there time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, how is this Jason going to murder Pearl from X? Hard, um, hardcore. Instead of like skull crushing he's gonna take her by her feet and then by her head and then just accordion smush her into into dust or (laughs) she might be getting frisky in a in a sleeping bag and he just disintegrates her in a sleeping bag i was gonna say just wrap her up throw her against a tree She's done. Pearl is not surviving this movie. No way, no uh, no. no, I doubt that. I was just yeah, going to say, uh, he doesn't need the axe. Just do the toss across the room like he does to Melissa. <laughs> yeah. That'll yeah. do it, too. Right. Just throw her. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Awesome. Let's get to those ratings, shall Ooh. we? It's time to pull out our various garden tools as we rate this film. On this show, we like to rate movies on a scale of zero to five severed fingers. Each finger represents a particular quality about the movie. You can chop off half a finger or no fingers, put them together, we get your score. These ratings are intended to be subjective on how we feel about a movie, and it does not matter if the movie is objectively good or bad. That being said, I'm going to start with our guest. Ooh, oh, shit. Oh, wow. All right engaging um one i'll give it a one for engaging like i was engaged the whole time i enjoyed this movie i always do um 
is T-shirtable the second one? Uh, sticky. Sticky. One. It it, it 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 sticks with me, even though it's not my favorite of the franchise. It does stick with me. I remember part seven all the time. Um, <laughs> nice. T-shirtable is now. I would totally wear a T-shirt of this movie. I think it's a one. So that's a three already. That doesn't feel right. Uh-huh. But um, but I <laughs> cockles. Would, cockles. Just go with the scale and then compare it to your right. Heart. Cockles. It 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 does get my cockles. It does. Uh-huh. Um, that's a one. Yeah. And rewatchable. <laughs> that's a one. So it's so it's oh, a fi- it's a it's a five on the shuttle scale. But guys, in my scale, that would be this movie is not. A five, sure, so, yeah, totally. So what? Not, do, what do you? What do you think it is in your heart? In my, what is it actually? For the shuttle scale, it's I, not perfect. The scale's not perfect. We have to adjust sometimes. And 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 I I get that. And but I love y'all's scale. I love how y'all do it though. Um, for me, this movie would be like a a three out of five shuttle in my heart mm-hmm. but but based on what i said it's a five so i'm i'm sure. conflicted i'm very conflicted right now because so what on a scale of 10 which you normally do would it be six out of ten or what, what do you think you'd have it at <sighs> see we're getting all fucked up now i think <laughs> it, i think on the, on the scale of 10 i would give this a 7.5 Okay, because so at least go three point five then, because that at least gets you to seven. I I I can I can go with that three point. I would cut off three and a half fingers for this movie because, you know what. I love I love the Friday the Thirteenth franchise, and this is mm-hmm. not one of my favorite movies in it. I don't like the side characters that much. I don't find mm-hmm. them very memorable, um, except Melissa, her only. <laughs> besides our main besides our main cast besides our main cast mm-hmm. with dr cruz right. tina her mom and jason nick. no fuck nick i don't care about him he's, <laughs> he's main cast he's not memorable fuck him um <laughs> i'm sorry but yeah fuck him his big eyebrows uh but like but, but i like talking about it with y'all so like i'm i'm, right. I'm, I'm all i'm all over the place with it so three five Four, three, five. I think that's fine. Three, three, yeah. three and a half out of five. I'll be comfortable with tonight. Yes. <laughs> All right. Fair. <laughs> Ross, I want to know what you're comfortable with Ooh. tonight. All right. Let's... <laughs> oh, you, oh, you know, Sam. All Ooh. right. Uh, engaging, engaging gets a full one. Uh, we get te- we get telekinesis in this. I was ensnared. That's telekinesis, Kyle. That's telekinesis, Kyle. Um, <laughs> Sticky, Sticky's also going to get a one from me. Um, mm-hmm. T-shirtable, T-shirtable is going to get a one from me because I own part seven <laughs> T-shirts. So <laughs> <laughs> if I own the shirt, it, it's probably going to get a one from me. Um, cockles. So cockles is where I kind of veer off cockles gets a 0.5 for me only because i've seen the unedited kill scenes for this movie mm-hmm. and this would 
grossly change the rating of this movie for me if that was actually included in a if like if there was a killer cut of course or a director's or some kind of cut that came like if they found it in a vault somewhere and next year they came out with like the blood the new bloody cut of you know new blood um, <laughs> could also change. the new bloody cut the new bloody cut um, and then rewatchable <laughs> for me is one I, I rewatch part seven all the time it's a it's a it's a super fun one so that leads it to a 4.5 which i also think is kind of high for this movie in particular um i'm gonna go on the higher end of 3.5 and as in like i'm gonna go with a four i think i feel comfortable with a four uh for part seven um it's just yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. I it's, feel like I want to come up fair. with you and and say it's a four, <laughs> though, because I I I. But I, agree. I remember but this. Trev, movie I agree so with much. everything you say, though, because it's like I think for me this is also in a very tight nostalgia nugget that I I also because like part seven's comfort food for me. Like I'll throw on part seven mm-hmm. fucking whenever. Although I'm very clear in that, like, I know what the movie is. <laughs> right. <laughs> that makes right. sense. It's like, although, like, I'll rewatch it a thousand times. Can I, I change my rating, watch. though? Can I change it? Yeah. yeah. Come on, I feel get, like I want to come up with Ross and be at a four out up. of five. Get up. I feel oh, like I want to be at a four. I, I feel that way because I just, I can't deny, even though it's in my bottom of the franchise, I feel like I remember this movie so much and I love it so much watching it talking to y'all it's a four yeah. it's a four out of five seven i, I got no well seven I, seven tends to be the gateway friday the 13th drug to be totally honest I, with you because it's like a lot of people go for like how gnarly he looks and he goes well if you're into this you're gonna really enjoy these other installments <laughs> i like is- i like this so much man i gotta give i i'm, I'm going with ross i'm 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 with ross four four out of five too you got hey, it, Sam. Yeah. Ross, just so you know, I took off uh, half on on your sticky oh, to get it down to four I, for I our think I, I tracking did that. purposes. Well, what about you, Sam? Oh, thank you for asking. Um, we got a engaging. Engaging is going to be a one. There's not. I'm never a time I'm really distracted. If anything, when I was trying to watch it to like get notes to follow. To for this, um, to follow it chronologically, I kept having to go back and because I'd be like, Oh, I was just watching the movie and not taking notes, mm-hmm. so it's definitely engaging. Sticky, I'm gonna throw it a point five. Who knows what it will end up being long term, but I'm sure I'll remember parts of it mm-hmm. at least the telekinesis, right? Yeah, uh, t shirtable, I'll give a point five as well. Um, Right design, Zom Jason looks awesome. Uh, even the p- poster is cool enough, although I probably wouldn't get that necessarily. Um, but there's definitely some cool design in there, so it gets a point five. Cockles, that's a tough one. Because um, hmm. I actually, it it does work them in a way, but also it it disappoints them because of the lack of goo that. Ross touched on before. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, I think I have to go 0.5 there. Okay. And rewatchable. Go 0.5 as well, which gives me a three out of five. I 
thought I might come in a little higher, actually, at a 3.5, but I'm totally comfortable with a 3 okay. as well. So yeah. I'm just going to leave it there. Feels good. Um, feels good? Feels good. Yeah, feels fine. And okay. uh, we plan on doing a re-rating special at the end of the uh, year, so maybe I'll change it then. But for now, I'm totally happy to leave it at a 3. Okay. And that puts us well, Brian. I don't have his score, so we're not gonna know dun, dun, dun. what the dun, average dun, score dun. is or where it lands on. You know when, our, uh, You know how you're gonna find thing? out? Get in our Discord. Yeah, jump Under in the fucking shuttle. The, the pod Discord, 13th part seven, little sub area, and uh, we'll plug if, those numbers in for you. We'll do the math. Yeah. Well, if Brian gets us our score, I have a feeling we won't get it till that re-ratings episode, but we'll see. <laughs> Speaking of um, the Discord, and, uh, though, Sam did. Exactly. Yes, sir. Speaking of the Discord, I didn't remember to do a all call to everybody till like an hour before we started recording, but I got a little bit of thoughts from our club members. Uh, the Witch Plalix tells us, ah, Friday the 13th, part seven, Carrie versus Jason. It's been a long time since I saw this one, but I remember liking it. Points off for not having enchilada references, though. <laughs> considering, <laughs> considering what comes after this one, I consider this one of the last fun 80s Jason movies. Oh. Then from Weird, we have... Engaging, point five. The story was interesting, but the characters are largely cardboard cutouts. Seen them before, nothing interesting there. Mm. Rewatchable, point five. The story could have been better and done more. The idea of Carrie versus Jason is really cool, but it fell flat. I put it on in the background if there's nothing else on. T-shirtable, point five. There's only two images of Jason that are worth, a sh worth the shirt when he wakes up in the lake and when his mask comes off. Cockles, zero. Can't say they made this. This made me feel anything one way or other. Not sure what I would change to make it better either. <laughs> and then <laughs> Sticky point five. It would all come back as it started watching it again. But there's nothing really that ends up uh, the except the house blowing up at the end. So that gives us a total of two. Two, two out of five. So that's definitely on the lower end. Yeah. But... That's totally fine. Maybe. Yeah. Doesn't bother me. What about you guys? You you double like it compared to her. <laughs> yeah, I I I I got I got I, I got a soft spot for it though. I've been watching it since I was super young. Like I feel like again, mm -hmm. this isn't like a nougat of nostalgia for me. So like realistically, it is on the lower end. You know what I mean? But I feel that like I don't know, it just has a special I, place I, in my heart. I like this one there. Yeah. I uh, yeah. I, I can see this one going up to three five but we'll see i agree with ross i i saw it young and so like it's always been one that like even though i don't like a lot i still enjoy but sam uh, i i'm glad you enjoyed it to the point that you did because i don't think this is one of the better movies but it has a lot to offer so it's one of those weird i ones. think it's a worthy entry it's yeah it's weird because it's like it's kind of like five where they're like doing something different again. Yeah. Um, but maybe, maybe I just like that when they sort of, 
breakout bit from Formula. Yeah. But the time has come to steal your nerves and sharpen your wit because it is time for... Dun dun. The final thingy. (laughs) All right. ChatGPT always tearing it up. Would you rather spend a night alone in the abandoned, dilapidated Crystal Lake cabin featured in Friday the 13th Part 7, The New Blood, with Jason Voorhees lurking nearby? Or? Or... Face off against a telekinetically enhanced Tina Shepard in a battle for survival. Oh, that's interesting. I'd fight fight Tina, to be totally honest with you, because I would try to reason with her because she's still a per like you can't reason with Jason. Tina is still technically like a person that you could be like, hey, I'd be like, hey, girl, do this. Hey, look! I can I'll, I'll make you a rice and gravy real quick. Or just lull. I could lull Tina into a false sense of security and then try to hit her over the head with something. I I, would, I might do I, I might do the night in the cabin because no. it's just one night in the cabin with Jason Dude, nearby. He's coming by, man. Is he? Yeah, um, he's gonna can, get you. Um, well, he's gonna get okay. you. Play hide and seek all the time. I can hide pretty well. I will yeah. swoon Tina. I'll swoon her. I'll be like, mm, you listen, know, girl. Honestly, Sam, you may have a point so, because, yeah. like, he, <laughs> unless you're unless you're giving some self love, like, it's not. He's a he's going after horny teenagers, not just a dude in a cabin somewhere by himself. Mm-hmm. I'd be exactly. scared. I'd be scared no matter. I'd be what. thinking about baseball all night long. <laughs> <laughs> all right any more thoughts on that subject because i'm ready to get us out of here boys let's get out of camp crystal lake at least for let's this go time. yeah well that does it we did it horror chuttle the pod horror movie club meeting is adjourned follow the chuttle pod chuttle the pod on instagram and slasher to stay up to date with the podcast see what's happening with us follow at ross purvis on instagram if you want to see all his cool tattoo stuff maybe hit him up for a tattoo do it do it do it yeah. you can follow me at chuttle the sam on letterbox if for some reason you want to see the movies i've been watching although lately i just tend to add a bunch at once because i forget to do it and then uh brian is always around in the discord if you'd like to talk to him i'm in there too tibu's in there Ross makes the occasional appearance. Um, Please rate us on the podcast app if you made it this far. And even better than that, tell your friends because word of mouth helps more than anything. Word of mouth. I want to thank Tibu for coming on again. Check out the nightclub, nightclub podcast. We've been on there. He's been on here. We've had others. We mix our waters. We're kind of like Jason and Tina in that sense. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so Shuttle the Paws is going to be on our shit here. for fucking Halloween Havoc. Yeah, we're oh, going to yeah. do a Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. Big time. Shuttle the Pod. Ross, you going to be Tomorrow. there? I'm going to try. We're recording. Yeah, we're going to fucking no Halloween Havoc it. All right. Well. But thanks for coming. <laughs> thanks for listening. And until next time, avoid the timeline.